Hey, everybody, Jimmy Pardo here, Never Not Funny, with our guest, Danielle Koenig, is right around the corner. But first, let's talk about Mack Weldon. They make the most comfortable underpants, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. Uh, their basics are smartly designed with premium fabrics, and shopping for them is easy and convenient. In fact, if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. I love my Mack Weldon. I have the... Um, uh, the, the comfortable pants that they what do they call it the sweatpants then they've also got the, the like the utility type pants uh, I love them they're so so stinking comfortable as are the underpants and the undershirts uh, but I cannot speak enough about their pants so glad they're racking they're, they got into the pant game anyway here's how you can save some money get 20% off your first order by visiting MacWeldon.com and then enter the promo code NNF that is MacWeldon.com, and then enter the promo code NNF, and you will get 20% off your first order. Now enjoy 100% of Never Not Funny. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome into the program episode. Uh, this is actually episode 25R uh, that we are uh, releasing into the uh, our free feed yeah. uh, so that people get to enjoy the great Danielle Koenig, who was recently on the show. Uh, you also get a little uh, a taste of what the Players Club is all about. Speaking of which, if you are a Players Club member and you happen to uh, download this episode, uh, check your other feed and you will see that uh, today starts, if I'm not mistaken, is it uh, the seven days of Never Not Funny? I think it's eight days. The eight days of Never Not Funny. Yeah, we're, so, we're doing the eight days of uh, of Hanukkah or Christmas or whatever you want to call it. Uh, eight consecutive uh, bonus episodes. Well, one of them will just be a regular episode, I guess. But uh, eight episodes in eight days from our uh, from us to you. Happy holidays. I've got it down as eight. I think it's going to be eight. Eight. So, uh, but this Danielle one is not one of it. Is in the players club is is the new thing that starts it up. That we will so you we'll let that be a surprise. That's exactly right. And then if you're not a member of the players club, uh, we are coming up at the end of this season and starting a new season soon. Uh, this is again just an example of the kind of fun that we have over there in the players club. Uh, you can also get bonus episodes and so on and so forth. Uh, a good example of that would be the eight days of Hanukkah slash Christmas uh, that the, the everybody's getting extra uh, episodes uh, for the holidays. And that could happen to you if you are a Players Club member. That's right. And you can sign up for that whenever you want. If you want those eight days, you can just go to oh, yeah. NeverNotFunny.com and sign up for season 25 and you'll gain instant access to that stuff. Um, until then, here comes uh, uh, an episode that recorded recently with uh, Danielle Koenig. Just last week, I believe. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And so uh, we think you'll enjoy it. Uh, also, Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah. And Hanukkah just started, too, on the 23rd. Mm -hmm. uh, and this comes out on Christmas Day itself. So uh, Merry Christmas to everybody and happy holidays. Well, I guess we're allowed to say happy holidays again. Oh, that's good. Phew. Thank God. I, uh, there was the war on happy holidays for a while. <laughs> yeah. And uh, luckily, we were able to say it again. Oh, man. Happy it's going to take me a while. To... Can I ask you a serious question? Sure. Do you know, is there anybody in your life that you've ever encountered where you say Merry Christmas and they truly get offended? <laughs> no. Not once. Not one time. Not that they, not that they, I mean, they maybe internally, they might have gone, eh. But they know but uh, like, I mean, and I know I have a lot of annoying atheist friends and I don't mean all atheists are annoying. I, right. I know some that are annoying right. and will shut up about it. My, my feeling is if you believe in uh, Jesus or just the concept of Christmas as a thing to celebrate and you say it to someone, what you're saying is that's what I believe. I don't I'm not talking about you have to believe that I'm mm. saying I'm expressing my beliefs to you in a 
in a kind and generous way. It's a kind thing to say. Merry yeah. Christmas. Right. Like like if someone if if like if you're in a in a Muslim country and someone says assalamu alaikum, you, you won't be like, what the fuck? I mean, some people would be, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sure some would. But but th- that's they're expressing themselves the way they are. The, that's been, you know, imprinted on them yeah. in their life. And if you were raised Christian in America and you say Merry Christmas, that's all it means. It means that's what I, that's where I came from. It also, again, it's just a night. Christmas is a time of joy and giving, and that's all you're expressing. And that's why I dropped an F-bomb at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> well, listen, that's what it's about. What do you got? You're, you're, you're... I, I was only going to say, as, a, as someone who grew up Jewish and is atheist, the only time I've ever felt uncomfortable is the follow-up. So what are you going to do for Christmas Day? And and then I have to go. I feel like either I can just ignore it, or then I have to explain the whole thing, which I it's a hassle, and I don't have and to so, explain. And, it. and just so the, those answers are what: see a movie and have Chinese food. Are those the answers? <laughs> maybe maybe or nothing yeah. is also a no, thing. And then and then then I have to explain why nothing or whatever. So, but other than that, if somebody just says Merry Christmas, eh, who cares? It's fine. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're trying to be nice. It's the season. Yep. I mean, obviously, the if you if you say thank you. That is an implicit invitation for me to then send you literature on the church of Jesus Christ. But you know that. And so if you're if you're willing to thank me for it, then it's a it's a fair deal. And everybody knows what they're going to I into. need scrap paper. Well, good. Uh, I've got some in the form of a Bible. <laughs> I went to uh, the um, uh, the impeachment eve rally yeah. uh, earlier uh uh, I guess the day before the impeachment vote. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy coming around uh, passing uh, out uh, the, 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 the everything that he, Trump has done wrong. And it was mm-hmm. two-sided paper. And uh, and so he's like, oh, do you get one of these yet? Do you get one of these? And I literally just stole Mitch Hedberg's joke right to his back. I go, so basically you're asking me to toss this away then? <laughs> and uh, the two people that were next to me laughed. And then I gave Mitch Hedberg credit at that point. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was annoying. Did you get one of these? Did you get one of these? It's like, oh, and then you take it. Yeah. Just in steel. Oh, okay. Right. Go, now I got to fucking fold this up and put it in my pocket. Right. And we all know. We all know. We, we're all here. Yeah. We're all here. We're the ones that are here. We don't need to be, we don't need to be t- told what, what he did. And you saw my son, son, my son. I, I commissioned my, uh, yeah. our, my, in, our, my in-house artist yeah. uh, to do a sign and uh, that said, kick rocks, Donnie. Did you tweet a nice. picture of that out so people could I see I tweeted it? out the, uh, the the side of uh, the little Donnie. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not tweet it out. I uh, No, I did not. I put uh, it on my Facebook page. You should tweet it out. It's it's He did a great job. Like, the drawing of Donald Trump is fantastic. It's a really funny cartoon drawing of him. It's not, like, uh, offensive. It's just a funny drawing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and, it's, and, it's, and it uses part of your trademark slogan, kick rocks. Yeah, I, I had to clean it up. It was, it was uh, initially in pencil, had kick rocks, dickhead. And then I decided when I uh, said, you know what, I'm going to have Oliver do this. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should clean that part of it up and right. uh, change it to Donnie. And I, I also thought Donnie was a little like... Uh, you know, like it's, it, it needles him. It needles him. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it, without showing complete disrespect. And it, it also evokes your favorite movie of all time. The Big Lebowski. So, oh, of course, course that's of why course. you did it. Um, all right. Garen, you're suspiciously quiet during all this. Oh, I guess that explains that. Oh, now it is. I thought it was. An, I thought the switch was off. I was like, "Why is he? No. Why is he so quiet?" Yeah. What? Do you, what, what what's going on? Why, what, what? What secrets are you keeping over there? I got no secrets. Have you been offended by Merry Christmas? <laughs> is that why you're uh, pouting? You know what? I always say when I get out of the Ubers, "Have a great holiday." Have a good holiday. Oh yeah, I don't say like that's the thing. I do say Happy Holidays ninety percent of the time, but I I also defend anyone who says Merry Christmas because it's like that's coming from a genuine place of that's what you believe. Great, but I I don't. 
I, I, it's not anti-Christmas thing. The reason I do that, it's because I don't know what right. they celebrate. So why I'm not gonna, yeah, I, force Christmas on them. Like and have a great holiday. But you're not Whatever forcing Christmas on anybody. Christmas is a vibe, man. No, I know, but any. <laughs> it's I'm not saying, just about Christ. But people are so quick to be offended by anything. So I say have it and have a great holiday because whatever holiday you celebrate, have a great holiday. Yeah. I remember once I made Pete Schwab laugh so hard when we were walking out of KJ Riddle's comedy stop in Orland Park, Illinois, and it was uh, uh, the show had just ended, but we were uh, rushing over to Wendy's to get something to eat between shows, and they went, somebody went, there he is, they go, hey, good show, shooter, and I just went, happy holidays, <laughs> <laughs> and it was at a time, not that I was the first, but nobody was, <clears throat> nobody was saying happy holidays because yeah. it was a weird thing to say, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and Schwaba just was like, who fucking says happy holidays? And we just laughed like crazy. Now, if you don't say happy holidays, uh, uh, you get boycotted. Uh, there's nothing on the paper. No. Um, very quickly, before we get to this Daniel Koenig episode, mm-hmm. uh, my, my wonderful wife uh, did this. Uh, and I meant to bring it up when she was uh, on the show. Uh, so I'm bringing it up now. Uh, she bought one of those um, multi-packs of Frito-Lay products. Uh yes. Uh, chips, so on and like so forth. Like six different, or uh, yeah, yeah. You get Cheetos, you get Doritos, you get uh, chips, and then uh, you know a potato chip, and then right. something else. And she put them in a basket on our porch, saying uh, UPS, FedEx, uh, United States Post, uh, Happy Holidays, take a snack. Nice. And it, uh, the I'm not kidding. The seeing every one of them come up and seeing it, they all took a picture of it. Oh, that's awesome. If they were on the phone, they're like, you're not going to believe this. This house is giving snacks. That's like, so cool. They all were genuinely... Great idea. It was not... Danielle got it from somebody online. Okay. Uh, I, of course, mocked it for a minute. And then... <laughs> uh, but uh, the joy that it brought uh, these people... I love it. was wonderful. I'm going to so, borrow that idea myself. Uh, now, that said, there are four bags of, ch- of uh, snacks remaining. Any guesses? Potato chips. No. Fritos. No. Doritos. No. The one that we don't know the name of. Cheetos. Really? Cheetos. Because they're such a mess. Nobody yeah. wants... No, no. That's, That's what, what they don't want to have it on their hands. You're delivering it. packages. You can't have cheesy fingers. That's it. Yeah. Um, anyway, happy holidays. From Merry never Christmas. not funny. Um, and thank what you. the fuck did you just say? It's a Merry Christmas. We want to do about it. You, get, you stay that to my fucking face, I asshole. I literally just did. He just said <laughs> it to your face. Well, not close enough for me to punch <laughs> it. <laughs> All joking aside, thanks everybody for listening to Never Not Funny throughout this year. We will see you with, uh, in, uh, in the new year on the next episode. Uh, we appreciate, uh, no matter if you are a Players Club member or if you listen to us on the free feed, we do appreciate your support uh, throughout the year of the live shows and, of course, of listening to the show. Uh, right now, please enjoy Danielle Koenig. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Nah, you heard him. Let's do this. Join the culture. Kick rocks, dickhead. Well, sometimes I get a sandwich and then I lie down. Have some production values in your head. <laughs> I've got my wine. <laughs> it just, you walk in, you take it, you put it, you do it, and you get out. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 25, our pirate episode. 
Uh, talking about Pirate Day. Somebody started that and thought that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got to deal with some. You got to deal with Jack in the cubicle next to you, <laughs> going, "Ah, it's Jack. How can I help you today?" Okay, Jack. Uh, God, do I hate Jack? I've never hated Jack more in my life. Not the guy that runs that burger shop. I got no problem with that guy. Well, He's to be clown. fair, it's Jack Sparrow. He is an actual pirate. Should be, maybe <laughs> maybe I could have picked any other name. But Jack. Bob, Bill. Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh, we just shouldn't hire Jack Sparrow. No, don't that ever hire Jack Sparrow for your uh, the smell your sales alone. Team. Mm-hmm. The what? The, the smell, smell alone. alone. Good point. They don't bathe the pirate. That's uh, that's a priority. Uh, all right, I guess we're back to everybody talking. I guess, uh, I guess, that's, Lasted one I guess that's happened. I that is, uh, is this not a gang episode? What's that? Oh, we didn't tell you because you were late. Yeah, we do have a guest this, this Oh, time. yeah, Danielle Koenig will be here. Oh, very good. Uh, you no, know Danielle from uh, uh, your time uh, around my family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Elliot's late today. Uh, are we going to get to the bottom of that, Elliot? Do, uh, do we understand why you're late? Or? Sure. I, it was just uh, new, new, new dad-related stuff. And while I fully admit that I could have, he has a baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is very shocking. Yeah, it was shocking to me. That's why I couldn't leave on time. Oh uh, boy. Yeah. No, uh, different kind of late. Um, no, I. Uh, Something with your dad. Some of my dad. And I could have not answered the email probably when I did, but it's one of those things where it's like I've been waiting for somebody to respond, mm-hmm. and it is kind of important. So I thought I, I don't want to look like also I'm taking too long, so mm-hmm. I responded, and and in doing so lost track of time. Yeah. I, I think we've all done that. Yeah. Uh, completely understandable. You also don't want to then have that be weighing on your head all day long, yeah. going, "Oh, yeah, I should have taken the seven minutes to do that, and now I'm going to four hours later be obsessing about it." <laughs> so, yeah. I get it. I get it. Now, that doesn't explain why you text so poorly in a timely manner. Uh, I Wait, what? I don't know. My sentence made no sense. I mean, it, today's text I thought was pristine. Today was good text. I, I, it was I very said, good text. I said, I am leaving at this time. I know I will be late. Here's the ones I that confused sorry. me. I guess this is what I was getting at in a passive-aggressive way <laughs> okay. in an attempt at humor, but I missed I missed on every fucking level, <laughs> uh, is... The the uh, the uh, uh, system that has started here at Never Not Funny with Garen sure. the night before saying confirming the time mm-hmm. and then Matt will do a picture of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I will uh, say uh, yes, sir, or some uh, other uh, what I find to be a fun way of responding, mm-hmm. which I recognize really never is. <laughs> uh, and then 930 the next morning is when Elliot Hochberg confirms the time. What, uh, what are you doing the night prior that you cannot confirm the night before? Uh, That's what I'm asking. I, didn't, I, it, didn't that not happen this? this no, 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 I well, said, today, that, today was fine. Okay. This, oh, yeah. this one was fine. I'm, no, no, no. Uh, it, well, what happens sometimes is uh, something occurs where my phone is silent and I forget to turn it back on. Uh-huh. And so then I see it at four in the morning when I'm still awake. I see. So then we wake up to it. Yeah. Which I actually want to ask. Is that bad? Does that wake you up if it's 3, 4 in the morning? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, then you know how I feel when you text me at 7.30. But I also don't want to at wake up. At 7.30 p.m.? When in human, the morning. When human beings No, live. no, no. You, I have text threads from you guys where you're back and forth about some news story. You're goddamn right we are se- because this is that's the show. We, we're all friends. At 7.30 in the morning. Well, look, I don't understand why either of you have a problem. Just put your set your do not disturb the way you need it to be so that you can sleep when you want to sleep and... Uh, Leave your friends behind. <laughs> I uh, that's a hassle. I like, uh, but I will not text. Hassle. You. That's all. But the most useful feature in the history of this. The phone. I have to do it on a per thread basis, and then sometimes. Wait, don't you always I, have it on sleep? No. 
I never no, no, have I'm not talking sleep. about sleep. I'm talking about do not disturb where you just say I have it like from 1130 to six. Don't don't give me any notifications if a text comes in. All right. right. Check on that. I'm not. I'm you're not worried. Uh, it, it, here, here's my concern. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why I don't do that. Yeah. You're not worried that the phone's going to ring at three in the morning and it's your parents and something's wrong. I can wait. <laughs> I have a similar, although not specific. That, that, that's why I don't do it. It's the way that the way that the iPhone works is if you get a call from the same number that's in your contacts twice, it will ring. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, done deal. I will now go to that's, do not disturb. That seems like some research I have to do because I don't know if it works the same way. Yeah, it absolutely right. does. There's no question it works the same. I have no clue. T- t- tech expert, I don't, Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, sure. You, as I ask you guys, hey, uh, how do I reach Facebook? <laughs> Not to be a partisan tech jerk, but uh, that sounds like, like exactly the kind of thing that doesn't work the same way on Android and yeah. is probably annoying. But there's but like it, a million different dongles you can switch on and off, but you can't just make it do that. And Or or the, the good thing about Android is if I really wanted that feature, I might be able to find something I could right. install that would do it. But Here's my effort. question for you. Yeah. So when I look at that thread, that uh, that text thread, uh-huh. uh, there's a little moon next to it, which means that you are on Do Not Disturb. Is that what that means? Yes. Don't you have a little moon next to it, too? No. Let's see. Wait, when you, when you, the Matt Bellnap, Elliot Hopper, Garen Cockrell, you don't have that moon next to it? No. Uh, hold on. I don't know where you got that moon, buddy, but it's not from him. Well, how do I get rid of that moon? I don't know what that means. What moon? I don't have a moon either. It's the, that's the logo for Do Not Disturb. Right. So I, I don't know. I was under the impression that logo. means that somebody on your uh, does not want to be disturbed. Because I have other. There are other friends of mine whose names I will not reveal who work in right. show business and they have to put it on Do Not Disturb at this time. They still right. want to then, you know, get the uh, yeah, like yeah. you say, get that. Uh, it seems like maybe that happened because you texted once when I was on Do Not Disturb and it never. Well, how do I get it off? What do I do? I have no idea. Yeah, and I don't see that. What do I go up to the top? I got info. Uh, or do you have wait, that? Wait, hide alerts is on. What, what would that be? Oh, so you have it on silent. Oh, that makes more sense. Hey, guys, I figured this out. <laughs> Jesus, Jimmy. Okay. You, you definitely owe Elliot an apology. You also, weirdly enough, owe Tim Cook an apology. <laughs> you mean Tim Apple? Tim, well, yeah, Tim Apple and the ghost of Steve Jobs need to hear from you. That's hysterical. I owe, Elliot, I can do nothing but owe you an apology. All right. So, that, so you were never getting notifications from that thread? or From just, him. Just him? I would get them from you two, and I thought it was an iPhone thing, oh. but just his would never come through. Oh, or, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now I get why you're upset with him. Even though it's true that he sometimes doesn't respond until the next morning, I didn't yeah. understand why you were mad this time. Yeah. I was not mad this time. It, was, I, it was an overall. And I've only done the, the sort of 2.33 in the morning thing once, and it was like in the last Well, week. I just took you off to not disturb. Don't start doing 2.30 no, in the morning. No, no, no. And I asked the question so that I would know not to do it. Yeah. Uh, it was just at that point. I don't think you should text anybody at that hour. I think you're right. I agree with you. And the only reason why I did it is. Send an email. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. you, but I mean, if you need right. to contact that person, send an email at yeah. that hour. You happen to be up late because yeah. you're worried about something or whatever. I think if anybody gets a text at three in the morning, they, they're immediately to think something's wrong. Yeah, you're in jail. Somebody's hurt. Right. Something like that. I turn my phone off at night. Is that right? Yeah. Mean and hungry tight? You mean you turn it all? I, I put it on airplane mode. At night? Really? Yeah, I do. Yeah. What time do you start that? 11 p? Uh, whenever I'm going to bed, yeah, 11, 11.30. Do you, do you have a landline in your house? Yep. Okay, well, that, that's part of the reason why. If, somebody, if your family really needed to get a hold of you, they call your well, landline. Well, Elise's phone is on, but mine, I turn it off. It's uh, better for the battery. Um, and all and, the riffraff that you know from the comedy world. 
<laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I just uh, don't need it to be on to, mm. until I wake up in the morning. Uh-huh. I see. So actually, now that I think about it, that I started doing that more recently uh, because I read that you shouldn't leave your phone charging overnight. Uh, it turns out the newest version of iOS has its own system for dealing with the problem that that was addressing. So you can leave it in all overnight now. But, but the point was, it takes more... Uh, energy and it heats the battery up to get the last five percent of your battery charge uh-huh. and so you should never never like charging it to 100 percent is actually degrading the life of the battery beyond what it would if you just only went to 95 all the time so what i was doing was just leaving it not charging overnight and then just plugging it in the morning but but putting it in airplane mode so the battery doesn't drain and then plugging it in for 20 minutes in the morning and get back up to 95 and i'm interesting. done interesting that I listened to that for as long as I did. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> interesting that I tolerated that. Had he said it, I would have kicked him in the balls. Sure. I felt it as it was coming out of my mouth, how incredibly boring and wow. unimportant it was. Whoa. But at least now everybody knows a little something about what I'm doing. Well, what's interesting to me is that you take the time to do all that, but then you get a new phone every few years anyway. So in reality, I'm trying to push that. I, my, you know, I was doing the every two year thing, but then, then I did three years on my last one. And then this one, I don't know. And I'd like to go as far as I can with it. Four years before you get a new phone. I don't know. What if we're doing holograms? Uh, I don't see you waiting. That's the thing. Uh, part of the reason why you can do that uh, is that the innovation has slowed down. There's nothing. That's true. In the last five or six years that was so killer that you'd be like, I, I need that now. It was just like, eh. That's why, like this new one, other than the fact that, you know, it's a better camera. Yeah. I'm sure there's some other things as well, but I, I felt the same way. Like, I don't need to rush out and get this new one right. like I had, like I felt the need in the past. Yes. Uh, perfectly fine with it. Garen, your thoughts? Uh, I kind of want to get the new one just because I've been a little disappointed with this one. It's got some issues to it. Yeah. You've got the so. 10, the the first 10. Yeah. I like that. It. Our guest. Oh. Our guest is here. Go out there. Danielle Koenig is her name. Please welcome her, welcome her in. Your name is Garen Cockrell. You're Mr. Pardo's assistant. Uh, you know, d- d- just to explain to her that, you know, we're in the middle of the show, uh, that sort of thing. We got a new seat that she would sit in. You know, some older guests may wonder, may be confused as to uh, the placement of the seat. Uh, she's refusing to come in. Oh, my gosh, she's refusing. Oh, boy. Is this, is this the episode where we find out that she's filing for divorce? <laughs> she said she can't do it. She Stormed said, I off. can't do it. Just can't do it. Stormed off. She heard me talking about my phone habits. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Not today, Satan. These guys haven't changed at all. Not I don't need to come into that, pu- <laughs> that boring room. Uh, Not today, Satan. All hail, right? Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. He's the devil. Six, six, six. That's the number of the beast. Uh, Human number. By the way, yeah. I, I'm very proud of this, so I have to say it out loud and not just leave it as a an Easter egg no one will ever notice or, or appreciate. Mm-hmm. But um, when I posted the uh, last week's Players Club episode with Brendan Smith, mm-hmm. uh, I can I can punch in the time, like what time the the episode goes live and when I'm publishing it. And so I made it publish at 7.06 p.m., which, of course, is the same as 6.66. Oh, boy. And that is a human number. Uh, Look at that. Look at Matt Belknap embracing the evil. (laughs) Finally coming over to our side. Brendan, that's why I brought Brendan here. I want you. We really want to bring you into our fold. I'm in. We want to bring you into our coven. Mm -hmm. I believe it's coven. 
Uh, not if you watch American movie. <laughs> right. I, 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 I was doing whichever one. Yeah, that, those guys, that one guy said Coven and it was funny. Uh, <laughs> and then the other guy corrects him, right? Isn't that the... Uh, I don't know that he ever... Does he? Maybe I think eventually I someone else, not the other dude, but like some other person along the way is like, uh, you mean Coven? He's like, yeah, but this is Coven. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm wrong and I refuse to admit it. <laughs> Uh, that's a, that's a, that's something our president would do. Uh, and by that, I mean, join a coven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this is a coven, coven is the actual way that you pronounce it. Uh, I have a new braces thing going on in my mouth. They, I have a, a retainer, yeah. a bonded retainer on my bottom teeth. What does that mean? It doesn't come out. That's correct. And, oh, so that's uh, just braces. Uh, no, it's on the, it's on the backside. It's just a bar. It's just one bar. It's okay. a retainer. Okay. But it's a retainer that you don't take in and out. Got it. Um, and uh, 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 a few more days is, is that's it. I, I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask for. The, you're going to pull the ripcord? I'm going to ask for the removable. Uh, removable I'm, see, I can't talk. Oh, I'm going to ask for the removable retainer. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. So that I can speak because I am I had a meeting this morning yeah. where I had to apologize to the guy 9 times because there was it was obvious he didn't understand the word I said. So your tongue is hitting the back of My your My tongue lower is hitting teeth that thing and getting caught oh god and i speak i can't you know my brain listen i'm a genius my brain works at a very quick pace and i can't uh worry about my tongue not keeping up wait so but did you get to so now are you done with the invisalign i am done with invisalign you don't have the top tray or the i have a top tray until my retainer for the top comes in but so that's only for nighttime uh no for the first two months you have to wear it all the time okay all the time. Not when you're eating or uh, talking. Not when you're eating or talking or yeah. d- doing a show. Right. Mm. Uh, but the bottom one, uh, admittedly, the girl talked me into it. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, you won't even notice it after a few days. And yeah. I'm like, uh, no, uh, this is not going to happen. Daniel Koenig has just joined. Now, Danielle, you sit in a new seat now. We've moved Garen so I could keep an eye on him because when he was over there, he would just shout out willy-nilly and I wasn't tolerating it. <laughs> and, would, uh, would willy-nilly answer? Also, I like that. Do you like the fact that, uh, honey, you have not been here a while. Do you like that Garen uh, dyes his hair to match our new furniture? I love it. It shows commitment. It shows commitment. Yeah. Am I supposed to be talking into this? Well, not like that. This you're is not convenient. A, you're not a congressperson. <laughs> it'll, it'll pick you up. It'll, yeah, it, it should, it, it, yeah. It's picking it up. Yeah, just talk like a human being. You don't have to wait it all. Here's the machine all. Did that ever happen? Strom Thurmond, look Did it up. You verify that? Remember we tried to look it up once? Oh, and, we never found it? Well, we found something else that was not that, as is Shocking. usual, the usual situation. To, in my defense, Paul Gilmartin remembers it the very same way. Steve yeah. Dahl remembers second. it. You're using Paul as a memory witness? Steve Dahl also remembers it that way. They used to play it as a drop. Okay. Which is, I remember watching it, think it was the funniest effing thing in the world right. and then and then making fun of it and then steve Dahl started using it as a drop and i want to say dennis miller even referred to it at one point. i think the truth is we just couldn't find it so we found a different thing that made him look dumb yeah that's what i mean okay of course <laughs> speak into the machine i think is what his speaking situation was i think this is we're having a yeah, groundhog a, day we thing where you're just finding the same thing you found yeah. last time that isn't the right thing is it i literally searched strong strom thurmond mike is it on and, uh, and that's what came up. Well, cause Speak of so the machine. Play it. Play a little bit. I uh, just tried. It wasn't learning. Listen to his hillbilly talk. I think this is a round of drinks here, my good man, all over again, <laughs> frankly. If you all speak in a machine so people can hear. Unfortunately, you have to push an old room. You have to pull this microphone very closely if you could. Is that Biden? Thank it you. sounds like it, yeah. 
That's it. That's a lot of malarkey, if you ask me. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for your time. Danny, others. Can I I quickly do my uh, Rachel Maddow? You do not have to lean into the microphone. But it's nice that you do. Yes, go ahead. We do hear you better. (laughs) (laughs) No, go on. Keep talking. Okay, eerie, right? That's what she does while uh, somebody is talking to her. Is that the premise? Or yeah, she just flips papers and writes. And one might ask, how is she possibly listening? If right. she's, I mean, she's brilliant. She's very good at her job. Yeah, she she's is. very good at her job. Rachel Maddow. I'm a big fan. Watch this space. Uh, watch, watch this space. space. Women are better at uh, at listening and doing something else at That's the same true. time. That's what they say. Uh, I know my my girlfriend Nicole Wallace uh, is very good at it. She's able to. Uh, <laughs> To listen and... Uh, Jimmy, your wife is right now. She looked extra pretty yesterday. Damn right she did. <laughs> she knows I'm watching. Oh, God. She knows I'm watching. My wife's well aware that I'm in the bag for Nicole Wallace, and she's in love with Harry Melber. Yeah, I still don't really... We're all banging around at MSNBC. Or if I'm picturing him correctly, it's I'm confused. Yeah, me too. Has he got glasses? No. Okay, He's super oh, handsome, d- dark hair... Dark complexion. Okay. I'm picturing the bald guy. I'm picturing no, the bald guy with glasses. No, no, Who's that guy? No. Who's Velshi. Oh, Ari Velshi? Yeah. Uh, are they both named Ari? Allie. Allie Velshi. Allie. Oh, that's why. Hey, you know what? I, you want to, uh, I'd be equally as uh, flattered if you uh, liked Allie Velshi. Flattered? flattered. Yeah. flatter you. <laughs> I don't think you understand how this game works. <laughs> I, uh, she chose me, I'd but she very, likes that. That's, so that's, I guess that reflects that's nicely on... I find him very handsome, and if uh, if she chose me... Oh, yeah, that's a good-looking man. Yeah, Ari Melber's a good... Yeah. Uh, Ari Melber spends a lot of time telling you about how good he is at his job, hmm. which is the only my, the only downside for Ari Melber to me. that. Well, we're going to look at the facts. That's what we do here. We look at the facts. We're not like the other shows that don't look yeah. at facts. We look at facts. Now, if you know anything about the beat, what we like to do here is we comb through everything. We don't just read the first page. Yes, you're doing your job, Ari. That's what a journalist does. Aren't they all told to do that? It seems like that seems, that's like a mandate on cable news. But then he does the worst, and he's not as smooth with it right. as everybody else. Yeah. And uh, that's what you want to bring into our bedroom, then you so be it. <laughs> what I'm doing right now is I'm fucking you, and I'm, I'm not like the other people. They just put it half in. I'm going to go all the way in. That's how we fuck here on the beat. It reminds me of what Mos Def once said. Yeah. He's always. Oh, that's the guy that always quotes rappers? Yes. That's, yeah, I don't. And it's as awkward as when I do it with 80s lyrics. It's like, okay, you're interesting. Yeah, it's, it seems like he's really proud of himself. And I, I oh, can't yeah, say sure. I wouldn't do the same thing in his seat. But. He's very good. I mean, he's he's very, very good. I like uh, I like Ari Melbourne. And I, again, I'm very, very flattered that you find him attractive. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I quote, I quote rap lyrics here, but that's because I can't help it. Like when somebody says something, then like if it reminds me of a thing, I, I can't help. But you, yeah. you, you do the same thing with the songs that you listen exactly. to growing up. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I'm not a journalist talking about the, our country crumbling. Exactly. I'm not, you know, interviewing a presidential candidate. Well, you can, uh, you can support impeachment if you want to, or you can leave your friends behind. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if I'm doing that, you know, Ari Melber's got a problem. Right. Yeah. Sounds like I should be on after Ari Melber. Who's on after Ari? I believe it's uh, uh, is it to meet the press. Well, I know you're going to be. I know you're going to be on your wife after him when you're doing that threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I just sit in the corner and cry. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. <laughs> oh, that's how a man does it, huh? Okay. Tell me more about it, Ari, and he'd have no problem walking me through it. What I do now is I fondle the bosom. That's what I do here on the beat. <laughs> Ari Melver, he's awesome. very, very handsome. Andy Killer's been on his show. Oh. Yeah, on Fridays he does the thing where he has it made more sense pre 2016. Yeah, he would have like a loose, right. a looser show, talk about popular culture, that sort of thing. Now mm-hmm. it seems like 
Do I need Andy Kindler talking about mm-hmm. Jim Belushi? Let's get back to what's going on. Cr- yeah, country's crumbling. Important stuff here. Yeah. yeah. Hardball's on after. Hardball. Oh boy, Chris. Chris Matthews. <clears throat> ah! And then right into Chris Hayes. That's where you can get your shower after you uh, you watch Ari. Chris Matthews. You don't like Chris Matthews. I think it's time for him to to retire. Say say goodbye. Yeah. Give himself a nice Sunday show. Give him a, give him a weekly Sunday yeah, show. A little yeah. maga- like Sunday morning magazine program yeah. where yell and wake people up. You know the 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 largest waffle in Oklahoma yeah. is celebrating its fiftieth birthday. Yeah. I uh, I think he'd be happy being that guy. I do too. It seems like that's his level. Like that's yeah. his speed. Ultimately. Although he's turned it on lately. He's uh, he's he's uh, he's really uh, amped up his the you know uh, anti-trump stuff uh turning on lately if that's what you want if you're a trump fan then he's, he's gotten worse you know whatever uh well, is he is he is he still tripping over himself and saying well, of course joe bidening it essentially yeah he'll still uh, do that but uh he's letting people talk a little bit more i think he, i think he's been given a talking to i i i oh i think surprised I, he listened <laughs> right you surprised didn't inter- interrupt that i can't I, I this fucking bar comes out tomorrow I can't talk. I can't talk. I can't talk. I talk for a living. I can't. Let let me just quickly say, though, the entire reason that you got into this nonsense was because your lower teeth were jutting in or something that was wrong. So that's correct. This is the only area that is important with all this. The top is. But if I have if I have the if I have the removable retainer, I could take it out while I do the show Mm -hmm. and then put it in. Yeah. That's that's what I should have done. Yeah. Instead, I, I believe understand. this young lady who said, "Oh, you won't notice it after a few hours." Right. Won't notice it. I can't stop thinking about it. The worst. <laughs> it's, it's like Nicole Wallace. Oh my God, that poor <laughs> like Nicole Wallace of Bruce. By the way, as a, as a reminder, Nicole Wallace is the reason we had Sarah Palin. So, like, she uh, huh? she she's Republican, who then she has left the Republican she Party. Was, um, uh, she was McCain's advisor, McCain, mm-hmm. yeah. campaign manager. Yeah, along with uh, Steve Schmidt, uh, who oh, I yeah. also enjoy. So, but you know, these new Never Trumpers. Let's not forget where they came from. Fair enough. I kind of trust them a little bit more because maybe they were on the other. You know, they're the ones that are being more honest than a Jim Jordan and that sort of thing. This is your Donahue. Uh, listen, yeah, listen, we'll be back right after this. Oprah's going to take my job. Um, <laughs> Oprah took his job. You know that. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that you know it. And his place in the culture, ultimately. <laughs> yeah. And then moved well beyond wherever he had, whatever he had achieved. He just kind of retired, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, he was an older guy. An older gentleman. And yeah, I she... remember when being sensitive was like, you're Donahue or you're right. uh, Alan Alda. Like, that was the yeah. insult slash compliment, depending on where you're coming from. Oh, Phil Donahue over here. Right. <laughs> oh, someone who has... Somebody that cared a about a woman. <laughs> yes. That was like yeah. slight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you actually <laughs> listened to women. a lot of Phil Donahue. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> This guy, women talk and he listens. This guy jerk pays attention when his old lady runs her mouth. Alan Alda over here cried because his his baby was born. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) So many times, there's so many times at family functions growing up, they're going, oh, Phil Donahue over here. Exactly was that. There's no question. No doubt in my mind I heard that growing up. And I said, then we'll be back right after this. That's what I would always say. And and quiche. Do you remember that? Oh, God. Yeah. That was a thing. That made that you, meant were, you were gay if you were a man who ate quiche. Yes. Yes. Where did that start? I don't know. It's Probably the bathhouses. <laughs> is it because it's French? Yeah. And it sounds yeah, French? It I mean, it, it is French, French and the name is very French. And, yeah. And it's got eggs. Well, it's eggs. Well, there's nothing wrong with eggs. It's just they're fancy eggs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Huh. Yeah, but they, it's known that gays like the egg. <laughs> well, they don't like the egg. They don't. No, that's the whole point. Oh, they don't produce egg. Right. That's why they fuck them. I, 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 I don't understand the gay lifestyle. <laughs> you definitely don't. They're not fucking chickens? No, I don't think so. Again, I, didn't, ask I, I saw Philadelphia, but chickens they didn't go into detail. What? That's right. Chickens right. are female. You have to fuck a rooster. Oh, they bang the rooster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what that song's about, right? Rooster. That's why they call it cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> How do you do? Ah. Good morning. I'm Harry Melber. <laughs> we talk about roosters we talk about roosters that's what we do the other shows are afraid to talk about the hen house we're going to talk about it put a rooster in there or a fox you got trouble yep. we'll be back oh regular Donnie over here right after this uh, alright Daniel Koenig is here episode 25 we can take an early break there's no reason why we couldn't yeah we started late because of Elliot's started late. I apologize again Listen, that, that that's what we do here. Never not funny. We uh, we bust apologize. Balls. We we apologize. We bust balls. We apologize. But at the end of the day, we're a four person team. And if somebody's late, they're late. It's not it, things happen. You know, it's not like it's not like you, you left a network. You know, uh, waiting, nope. and they're mad at you. And I, I actually leave at one fifteen. Oh, we got, oh, you fucking idiot! Why weren't you here on time? God, this is she's a, got a heart out. Sure. And as a reminder, you've got a heart on. Right, Nicole Wallace. We'll be back. <laughs> Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Danielle Koenig's on Twitter at Danielle B. Koenig. And uh, maybe if you follow her, you'll find out what that B stands for. Or, or maybe not. I don't know. It could be a closely held secret. Jimmy Pardo is going to be doing stand-up comedy at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, January 24th and 25th. He's at the Tower City Comedy Festival in Paris, Texas on February 1st. For his dates and deets and tickets, links to his shows, go to jimmypardo.com and click the tour link. Uh, Never Not Funny is going to be at SF Sketch Fest in January. That's the 10th and 11th of January. We're doing uh, playing games live with special guest Oscar Nunez on Friday night, the 10th. And then a matinee show, 1 p.m. show with Josh Gondelman, Never Not Funny Live with Josh Gondelman. That's Saturday, the 11th. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, So go to NeverNotFunny.com and click our tour link if you want to buy tickets to those shows. Uh, I would say get both because that's going to be great. And uh, I think there may be still a little bit of time left if you want to buy a... uh, Christmas or Hanukkah president, president, <laughs> uh, just a present for uh, for someone in your life who loves Never Not Funny as much as you do. Go to podswag.com and uh, just uh, search Never Not Funny or go to podswag.com slash Never Not Funny even and you'll see all the new merch alongside all the, uh, the legacy merch. There's some great new stuff though, water bottles, uh, coffee mugs, there's a set of four glasses, there's a throw blanket, um, and it's all amazingly great. So check it out at podswag.com. Enjoy. Hey, uh, Everlane is a company that is uh, we talked about in the past. We're mm. going to talk about it again today. We are. Why would you buy a t-shirt for $50, idiot? <laughs> God. Why would you do that, man? You really put me in, Why this, would you in, do this, that? in the crosshairs with this. You don't know that you cost $7 to make it. Yeah, I'm stupid. Well, I wouldn't do that. And with Everlane, I don't have to. I will never overpay for quality clothes with Everlane. Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. I will tell you, while I'm not wearing an Everlane right now, I have uh, one of my favorite t-shirts. And I have a drawer full of favorite t-shirts. Yeah. One of them is this beautiful blue that I have from Everlane. And it is it's, it, it drapes on me beautifully. They're, they're, yeah, their shirts are great. Their pants are great. They're they're doing it right over there. Well, Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. Uh, they want you to know what you're paying for and why. They tell you the real costs and are radically transparent about every step of the process. I like that. I like knowing that uh, I don't have to feel bad about uh, who made these clothes or where they came from. Well, they're made in ethical factories. Yeah. So uh, be proud to wear your Everlane. I am. Uh, no matter what your style of preference is, you and I both wear similar clothing, but we have 
our own styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer because Everlane sells directly to you. Their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. They've got a, uh, this, this might be what I was just talking about. They have an essential cotton crew t-shirt. It's, a, it's made exactly what you're hoping it would be. <laughs> I, I mean, I can tell you it's like the mo- some of the most comfortable T-shirts I've ever worn are, are Everline. Like they're just, they just fit nicely. They feel good on your body. They make you feel like you're getting a hug from a shirt. Well, here's why. It's versatile, it's simple, it's stylish. And it's made from quality materials. Uh, they got shoes that are Italian made. They've got outerwear that are made from recycled water bottles. That's cool. They've got perfectly fit uh, uh, silks that they use. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> perfectly fit silks. Maybe misspoken. So the silkworms are working out of the gym. Is that <laughs> these, what's happening? These are very fit silkworms. <laughs> yes. Uh, they got Japanese denim. You know, your better denim comes from the Japanese. I do know that, actually. Salvage denim is, is often uh, the, the, the best stuff is always from, from Japan. All right. Right now. Yep. You can uh, check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash pardo. Uh, that is Everlane, E-V-E-R-L-A-N-E dot com slash Pardo. And you will get free shipping on your first order. Mm-hmm. That is Everlane.com slash Pardo to get free shipping on your first order. Everlane.com slash Pardo. Everlane. Better way to dress. Hey, Matt. Hey, Jimmy. On season one of Never Not Funny, you, me, and Mike Schmidt, the three of us. Yeah. You, Mike Schmidt, and I talked about that. There we go. I yeah. like that better. Uh, we talked about uh, shaving the private area. Yes. Right? Matt, uh, you, I believe you and Mike thought I was bananas for doing so. Yeah, I, I keep it freaky down there. I, I, you still keep it freaky to this day. Yeah, I, I like to, you know, I like to let my freak flag fly in the, in the lower well, region. Well, I'm going to ask you, and so are the fine folks at Manscaped, mm-hmm. for you to knock it off. Okay. Manscaped, uh, they're going to hold you accountable to get rid of that funk and shave your junk. Mm-hmm. Their words, not mine. Yep. Although I liked it. Hey, time to ruin the funk and shave your junk i'll i'll do the first part i very much i've been I've, wait, sh- shaving is gonna help with that you think yes okay yes. i guess i guess that makes sense it'll cool it down a little the less hair it's like uh, less you're telling insulation. me you've never shaved down there in your life never shave it uh, it seems that's where the funk is coming from well the, when i say funk i mean it's just it gets too warm right yeah cool but it down cool it off new addition this thing man yeah take a yeah just uh, buzz it and uh fuzz it you know who you know who does it <laughs> Who? Uh, Bobby? Ricky? Ronnie? Ricky? Mike? Mike. Well, if I love the fuzz, who cares who you like? <laughs> they shave their balls, so who cares who you like? <laughs> Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Yeah. Right? Listen, I, I do it on a regular basis. I, I, I shave it down there with both a trimmer and a scissor. And one time with a scissor, many, many years ago, I uh, sliced my scrotum a little bit. Oh, God. And you want to know pain? That's pain, buddy. Oh, boy. Not so with Manscaped. Well, they have their own clippers. Maybe you should use those. They're designed just for your balls. Well, they are forever changing the grooming game, Matt, with what you just talked about. The Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit. Perfect tools. It comes with, Here's what it comes with. The improved lawnmower 3.0. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other f- liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Yeah. See, so what you do is you shave down there, then you you, you, you soak it up with these uh, lotions. I've already made use of the, the I think they call it the crop uh, protector. Crop, uh, what does it say it there? Uh, crop preserver. Crop preserver, which is fantastic. This is what I've been wanting my whole life, which is just something... I don't want to get too graphic, but I, I need I need some uh, deodorant and moisturizing I'm, in that I'm area. Not, I'm not effing around anymore. Shave it a little bit. <laughs> trim it down there. All right. And you won't be as fungusy. Yeah. You're full of fungus. It's not the fungus. It's just, it's. Well, Trust me. It's about it the is. fungus. Okay. 
It is sweaty down there, and your the sweat stays because right, you got but, all that hair down there. Yeah, but the shave it, but manscape this, it. But the, the cream, I've so I've used the cream, and it's fantastic. Well, it's, imagine it, now with smooth balls, that cream <laughs> is going to go on nicer and last longer. Okay. Now listen, let's not forget about that crop preserver. It's an anti-shaving ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits, right? So why not? Why not put it on the smelliest part of your body? Yeah, that stinky area of yours. I mean, Mine I don't know about smell. I just know that it's it's it gets uncomfortable to to be sitting or walking. Trust me, it smells. Okay, what, were you what, you said that in a weird way? I once bent down to tie my shoe <laughs> near you, and I was like, "This son of a bitch isn't shaving." Dear Lord, uh, they got that blade that Matt talked about. Uh, now here's the package. Mm-hmm. You purchase the new Perfect Package 3.0 kit at Manscaped.com, mm-hmm. and you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. Subscribers get new replacement blade refills for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, hmm. right? Uh, so you're weed whacking down there, and that's going to get a little uh, dull, that right. blade. Over time, sure. Three months later, here comes a fresh blade, hmm. fresh balls. <laughs> Make sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean for a limited time. Subscribers get not one, but two free gifts. Okay. You get the shed travel bag. That's a $39 value. Mm-hmm. And the patented high-performance anti-chafing manscaped boxer briefs. Nice. Right? You get some underpants, and you get the travel kit. Yep. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Their word's not mine. <laughs> get 20% off and free shipping by using the code... Funny. Funny. Yes. At manscaped.com. So go to manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com, and then at checkout, use the code FUNNY. And uh, you're going to do yourself a favor, and you always have the right tools for the job. Now, here's a, to add a little more joy to that. As I said, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code FUNNY at manscaped.com. 20% off at manscaped.com. Use the code FUNNY. Your partner, your body, and your balls will thank you. Manscaped. Better way to shave down there, partner. <laughs> well, Matt Belknap, my wife has a quip toothbrush, as we all do in the Pardo household, sure. Pardo Canic household. She has the red one, mm. you know, that product red. Yeah. But this time of year, it looks very Christmassy. Love it. It's a Christmas toothbrush. Yeah. This time. And then you had you put the toothpaste on there, and then you got the white, so it looks like snow on top of a quip red toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Did she have some uh, peppermint toothpaste to top that off and really sell it? She did not, because it's, it's not 1979. <laughs> that was a thing. Remember, uh, the cinnamon was a big deal yeah. back in the day. I think I, I liked that as a kid, but now I couldn't imagine brushing my teeth with cinnamon. Wasn't it AIM? Was that, was that the brand Maybe. AIM that had the cinnamon? Yeah. Uh, there was another brand that was a very popular toothpaste when I was a kid that is no longer around. Now you just got your big three and the Quip toothpaste, uh, paste, which I do which like. It's delicious, yeah. Uh, now listen, I like Quip. You like Quip. Everybody likes Quip. Now we'll Quip, 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 With a Quip, Quip here and a Quip, Quip there. Here, Quip, 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 Now listen, for just two minutes a day, twice a day, flossing regularly, no matter what brand you use, you got to do it, man. And Quip makes it simple. Starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-gravity toothpaste. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibra- vibrations. <laughs> With a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide it full and even clean. Three million healthy mouths have already enjoyed Quip, and there are two in this room. They start at just 25 bucks. You get uh, here's how here's how I can help you. Let me help you. Yes. Help me help you. Right? Here's what you do. You go to getquip.com slash pardo right now. And you're going to get your first refill free. That is your first refill free at getquip.com slash pardo. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash pardo. Uh, Getquip.com is the place to go for that. Quip. The Good Habits Company.
Hello, indeed. Welcome back to the program, episode 25R. Danielle Koenig is here, my beautiful uh, wife, who's not been, you've not been in studio in a long time. No, I haven't. Right? You've been busy and uh, and also uninterested. So, uh, <laughs> was that you? You're uninterested? No, you. I, there's been many times where I say, hey, do you want to come and do it? And you're like, I don't really, I'm not in the mood. Uh, I, I uh, gotta watch The Crown. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Are you thinking about moving overseas? Are you thinking about uh, participating yes. in Brexit? Yes. Now, they're trying to actually stop stop it now like yeah, they had a vote today another vote what was the uh, outcome of that vote i don't know but that was that was a vote of because there was a vote was there a vote of no confidence for uh what's his name boris, uh, johnson. boris johnson i don't know if it was or he just said fine you can't get along i we should just have another yeah, vote. yeah something i don't know how it works over there it's very uh, they can have a vote whenever they want vague, yeah yeah it's so confusing so, they, they'll have like a sudden election yeah like, right well now this means we have to elect a I new know, like, it's what really weird in two weeks you're suddenly just gonna have a but they only campaign for like 72 hours so but well, yeah. wouldn't that be better oh, than campaigning yes. for love it what we're this yes. nonsense no, and then yeah. we're stuck with this game show host <laughs> uh i think it's weird that people refer to him as if that's what he was famous for, Trump, because he was very famous before yeah. The Apprentice. He was very famous. He was like, you watch old TV shows, he's referenced constantly. Yeah, yeah right. He's in Home Alone too, as yeah, himself. I know. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I, I think, I, but I think, I think the the people that a lot of those that voted for him in those areas, yeah. they know him from that TV sure. show. That the fellow from the TV. Yeah, yeah. He runs that boardroom. Right. That's good looking wood. It's certainly. I'll vote. I don't think he would have won if it were not for that TV show. 100%. He, he wouldn't have run if it weren't for that TV That's show because supposedly true. he was running to get a better deal. Yep. Right. That's what I've heard. I don't know if that's They're true. They're whipping him around. That's what that's, I've heard deal? that story as well. Or no deal. Oh, he's Canadian. He can't run. Howie Mandel? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, speaking of James Corden, and we weren't. Uh, you know you know what we like to do here on the beat is we uh, we occasionally will poke fun at James Corden. Uh, my son, as you know, hates him with a passion. Of course. Uh, I thought his Boris Johnson on SNL over the weekend was pretty funny. I thought yeah, he did a nice yeah, job as Boris bad. Johnson. Oh, you mean that opening sketch where none of the cast members were in it? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was literally I thought the episode, a new TV show starring Paul Rudd. And, so annoying uh, to me. Alec Baldwin. Uh, I thought the episode as a whole was a, uh, a, a, a thumbs down. But I thought you were defending it the other day, and I hadn't seen it yet. And then I watched it, and I was like, why was Jimmy think, saying this was I might have been defending it on a, a, a public episode. But yeah. why? Who do you, who, who's hiring you from <laughs> SNL? You, you know care? I run into Paul Rudd once every five years. <laughs> I can't even have but word getting out. that's not a comment on it wasn't him. his fault. Yeah. Uh, I well, thought, he didn't seem to know his lines. Paul Rudd? It was either that or Jimmy Fallon. I can't remember. But oh, I wonder who it was. I think we. I think we can guess which one it was. Was it the one who used to be a cast member on that very show and was never able to do anything correctly? <laughs> yeah, him. he cracks himself up. That's him. It's him, him laughing at him. It doesn't matter what. Uh, it doesn't matter what the guest is saying. Uh, yeah. So anyway, then my son got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to what they're saying, Jim. <laughs> One thing uh, about that episode that confused me is um, I, uh, I didn't understand. Is is Jennifer Lopez uh, physically attractive to people? And, that's such a weird uh, thing. Like, like, how insulting that that's... Like, I get only, it for one sketch. But when you right. say how insulting, you know, the, 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 the guest approves right. every sketch. I know, but... Those are the ones she wanted to do. Maybe there were 20 sketches pitched to her that all had that same theme, and those are the ones that she picked. She picked because they were the best. 100%. It's just like, she can dance, she can sing, she can act. That's what you come up with? It was just right. very... Even Oliver said, like, why didn't they do a cat sketch? She can sing and dance. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, 
they should have done oh, a cat that's sketch. Right. We expected yeah. a cat sketch. Didn't here's yeah. what here's what I laughed at. I, I did laugh at uh, when Beck Bennett's head exploded when he said she's fifty. Yeah, and then his head exploded. Yeah. That made me laugh. That could have been the only joke about her attractiveness. And that would have been wonderful, right? Yeah. yeah, right. Instead, here comes three more sketches about it. And then she has that dress, huh? That Versace. <laughs> and what's interesting is the one that was like the most the most of that was the one where the, the ladies were the lead. And I have to assume that they at least wrote part of that sketch. The one oh, the sisters? The sisters. Oh, yeah. Well, I, see, I thought that was funny. I mean, the idea was funny. It was funny because it was very weird. I liked how weird I it was. I felt uncomfortable yeah. the whole time. <laughs> well, I think it was... That just means you're attracted to her. <laughs> that feeling oh. down there is fine. Oh. Everything is... Yeah. Oh, speaking oh. of that, I meant to... Uh, I, oh. I don't know oh, if this no. is sort of an awkward segue, but... You know, Oliver's 12. Yes. Uh, so I thought, um, you know, it's time. We needed to sit down and have the conversation. So. Or just let him listen to this podcast. Right. <laughs> one, of, one or the other. So the other night we, uh, we sat him down at dinner and uh, I was like, you know, we really need to, to talk about this. I think it's time you understand that um, your grandparents are narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> and um, wouldn't you know it? He already knew. You know, they pick these things up they on the playground, they, they, you know, yeah. someone's older brother probably pointed it out. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, it, it, with the internet and, and cable, exactly. it, you can't not You can't. I mean, I was, I was naive to think he didn't understand that already. <laughs> right. Like, we probably should have had that conversation when he was five. Yeah. But. His yeah. little smile. Like. I, why, it was hysterical. Why are we saying this out loud? We all understand it. Yeah. He, we really did have this conversation and he really did react that way. He was just like. Well, oh, you! Oh, you really did yeah, we really talk did. to him about. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there were reasons. It had, there were yeah. reasons, but there was context. Um, but yeah, he was just like he was just trying so hard not to laugh. I said, you know, cause sometimes grandma will just like bring bring it back to herself, and he's just like about to burst. He's like almost <laughs> laughing so hard. So it's good to know he's not. You it, know, it was almost like it, like he almost just wanted to yell out. You mean we could talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of why I did it. I was like, we don't right. have to have pretend walk on eggshells and pretend that people don't have mm -hmm. flaws you know what mm -hmm. i mean so no, i mean his father's perfect but i mean i understand what you're getting at uh and he'll think i'm perfect as long as he uh, thinks he it. doesn't think it now <laughs> of course Out not of i'm doing a, doing a bit he thinks i'm pretty close he uh, said so this morning he said oh dad you're as close to perfect as we we'll <laughs> see you after school <laughs> See you after school. You're, you're the you're the phone call with Zelensky of dads. <laughs> perfect, perfect, beautiful. The beautiful call. It's perfect. Oh yeah. I had Jim Jordan just came over to my house, yelled from across the street, so Oliver could hear him. But oh, I'm perfect. I did nothing wrong. Yep. Uh, without a jacket, of course. <laughs> of course. And Oliver, yeah, it's pretty chilly outside. I'm roll good. up the sleeves. <laughs> Says Jim, roll up the sleeves, you prick. God, I hate him. Uh, all right, let's go around the horn. Let's check in. As I mentioned, Danielle Canning is here. She's taking time away from insulting me to my son behind doors. Um, uh, this is very strange. I'm going to take off my sweater because I'm boiling hot. Is that okay? I don't want to be a distraction. I'm just going to talk about it. <laughs> and then, you got to yeah. hurry, well, now I put the camera on on uh, Garen. He did not call you Mr. Pardo, by the way, when he told me oh. what to do. See how I deflect. What did you do, Garen? What did you do? You had one. I, I referred to you as Jimmy, Jimmy's assistant. I've been very clear that it's Mr. Pardo. I can only apologize. I accept. There's really nothing he can do in a situation like with your wife coming in. He still do your job, right? But do your job. It reflects. It reflects on Jimmy. But if you do, if you do it to a T, you were late today. <laughs> 
Matt, I understand where you're going with this, but then we go home and she she says to me, you know, Garen didn't do his job properly, and that you know, how do you think that is with other guests? Right. So if you don't do it right for Danielle, and then suddenly you've you got to call the the Mason because you punched a hole in the wall. You're so angry. That's exactly right. <laughs> I call a Freemason. Exactly. You know, we, uh, I try to figure out what that is for the 40th year in a row. Well, it doesn't right. matter how many times I look it up. It just doesn't quite. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Refuse to stay but in my it head. Does, it does literally have to do with masonry. I mean, they literally yeah. were. That was their occupation. Mm-hmm. They were masons. They filled. They formed a guild, which right. is like a union, mm-hmm. right? I got and this right it, so far. And then it became and like it became a cult or like third a secret eye society. Craziness. I wonder if it became like a secrety thing because they were like building the king's, you know, uh, castle or whatever, and they knew all the oh. secret passages and stuff. Oh. So that's why they oh. had that. I mean, this is a guess. Does it go that far back? I think so. It's well, really, yeah. Definitely yeah. past it's the 1700s. Like Renaissance time, yeah. I, I hmm. think. You know, when I was I'm going to look it up again. When I was doing research <laughs> for uh, <laughs> location for the Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball draft, I went to a ah, Mason's Lodge in yeah. Palms, California, and uh, the, the, the gentleman there could not be uh, uh, kinder, and they explained all the charity stuff that they do, because uh, I uh, my other experience with them years ago was uh, seemed a little culty to me. seemed a little yeah. uh, hmm. like, hey, what goes on behind these doors here? Mm-hmm. You know, what... Uh, kind of sacrificing are we doing uh, but these people were uh, were very much on but what so i have gone through the first level uh mason's uh, ritual does that shock anybody in this wait room? a second what no yeah. well, i'm surprised my dad, it's just one <laughs> my dad was a mason because his dad was a mason right like his father's father before him he'll be a mason yeah uh something like that so i i, I I'm, there's a bunch of things I'm not supposed to say, one imagines. I never went past the first level. I can tell you this. They have a rule that says you're not supposed to use it for, like, networking and stuff, and nobody follows it. I went Didn't we just have a back and forth about we don't know what it is, we don't know what it is, but, and then, yeah, like, he goes, for the oh, fifth time, he's like, oh, I know no, no. all of what it I, is. Yeah, when I, we I, were I, having I, the heavy conversation, he's like, I think it's about tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> he was no, trying to cover because he's he was told he's oh. not supposed yeah, to tell Yeah, he's anything. in. This guy's in the bag for the Masons. So is one of the things you're not supposed to say if you're in it? Uh, I think technically, but they have pins, so hmm. they do have pins. But they're little. So little I don't. Buy, I don't buy into that. You mean a four-digit code that gets their ATM open? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so six, 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 six. <laughs> Personal identification number. It uh, Freemasons trace their origins to the local fraternities of stonemasons. That from the oh, that doesn't make sense, but that started from the end of the 14th century. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> That was that was the information we already had. I thought you were going to say something we didn't already know. <laughs> we didn't know the 14th century. 14th century. My, my wife's roughly. kind. Yeah. <laughs> was just kind of like, that's roughly the Renaissance. You know, it is. The Renaissance so, was like 400 years or something. Like 200 years. So it's, it's a long time. Like I said, we knew <laughs> yeah. that. Well, I, I Bottom line, you call me Mr. Pardo when the guest comes. I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Daniel's parents are narcissists, uh, as I brought that back to me. Um, it's my show. My name's on the program. Uh, Sometimes to marry your parents, what are you going to do? I, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? I am no longer flattered. Yeah. <laughs> that was a reverse Ari Melber. Oh, my God. I'm no longer flattered. You might uh, go fuck Chris Matthews now, as far as I'm concerned. Right? Or that morning Joe. <laughs> go have that guy. He doesn't seem like a pleasant man to be around in the morning. Who, Joe? Yeah. No, what's his name, Joe? Or any time of day. Can't pull his last name. Scarborough? Thank you. It's from the country. Scarborough country, yeah. (laughs) Ah, that's where the Sclarers got their uh, idea for their name. Which is no longer their name. Uh, It's not Scarborough County? It's County now? No, well, they do the Dumb People Town, and then their other show is called View from the Cheap Seats. 
the sports show that used to be Scarborough Country, I believe. I think Scarborough Country is their group of uh, the shows. overall network. Oh, okay, I, I believe see. so. I believe that's where they've interesting. Uh, they uh, are using that uh, moniker now. Mm-hmm. Got it. Moniker was, of course, in the uh, wore that blue dress and got some jizz on it. <laughs> Uh, you, you she did didn't get a very on. similar <laughs> joke in an episode I just listened to from earlier in the season. Another mm-hmm. pun with Monica, with Monica Lewinsky. Really? Yeah. Oh, that seems like and then, too, too many. Yeah. <laughs> and then you ragged on Garen for trying to top it, but <laughs> you guys were all acting like Jimmy's pun was so brilliant. It, it was brilliant. You're goddamn right it was. It you was, don't touch the, the, the top of the mountain. <laughs> no, you don't. That's not that's, good. that's an old, the old adage. You don't touch the top of the mountain. I'm at the top. You look up. You salute. You acknowledge. Thank you, Mr. Pardo, for uh, providing me with that kind of humor. And then you go back down on your mule. This analogy at all. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, speaking of Garen Cockrell, apparently was insubordinate on a recent episode. Uh, <laughs> let me check in over there at the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk, sponsored by DogPile.com. Uh, how are you, Garen? I'm doing very well, sir. How are you? Uh, looking good. The hair's looking uh, peacockier than ever. Right? They call that color peacock, honey. Yeah. Your thoughts? I knew that. Looks nice, doesn't it? I like it. I like yeah. it, too. Thank you. It's uh, doing a weird fade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's the fade works. A little, yeah, a little... Uh, a little. Who is it that had that silver? Oh, it's a, Colleen it's a comic book character. Never oh. mind. It's a comic rogue from the X Men. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She can't touch anyone, right? She cannot. Much no. like much me. like you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally. <laughs> the emotional rogue. Well, we all have different walls up, huh? <laughs> what, uh, Garen? What's going on? Any uh, anything happening over at the Barnes? Is it a busy time at the Barnes and Noble for Christmas? Uh, well, apparently we're going to be open pretty late coming up the next few days, which I wasn't aware of. Um, like I work till midnight coming up next week. Love it. 11 next Saturday. It's crazy. You don't like it, but when I worked retail, I loved it this time of year because you're busy from start to open to close. You're busy. There's a hustle. There's a bustle. There's a, there's a festive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're that busy. No, books are dying. That's why. You, yeah. picked, you picked the wrong business. Good I luck. went yesterday yeah. to a Barnes & Noble. Which one? Uh, Marina Del Rey. I oh, was there. my... Was there any talk of her going in there over there at the uh, Studio City location? <laughs> you know, we have a little ticker that keeps track of who might come in. Uh huh. Danielle Candy spotted There was a five to one odds that you were going to show up. It didn't happen. Oh, there no. was this huge display of. I tweeted it just because I thought it was so odd. Maybe you saw oh, yeah. it. But there was this huge display. Of, do you have that display at yours? I don't think we have that it's, one. It's, That's the historical fiction it's one. It's right? historical fiction, and every single cover, almost every single color, we're, cover, and we're talking about 25 books, is a woman facing backward like or two women facing the, backward the back of their heads the back mean? of their heads uh-huh. they're sitting or they're standing but they're all facing backward and it's all historical fiction so i thought it was funny so i asked the woman i was like could you come here for a second she's like oh do you need help and i'm like I, I don't need help i just i gotta show you something so i said what, what's all this about why are all these <laughs> historical fiction why are all the women facing backwards she said well there's different um publishers and this is how they feel that it appeals to their um their clientele. I said, oh, so is it all the same publisher? No, it's not. <laughs> I was like, so all these different publishers got together and they were like, you know what? People like the back of someone's head. But she didn't have like any fun with, about it. She yeah, was just thought she right. was asking me, answering a serious she question. Thought, well, in fairness, I'm sure other people complain about uh, petty things and maybe she was oh, she, I wasn't treating you like just, you were yeah. a problem. Yeah. Because I've been in stores with you. You could be a problem. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, of the two of us, you're the one that's going to cause the scene. Well, I'm, I'm the one who gets things done. 
I'm having a hard time picturing it. The, the book covers were bags of women's heads or the display? Like no, the, the, it was, was it, like I'm sorry. Out. It was a display of lots of different books. A yeah. rack. Oh, well, it was flat. It was a table. table it was books. a table. Yeah. It was out for Christmas. You know, like maybe if you like historical fiction, there's, there's all these. And almost every cover was like a woman in period clothing, whatever the period is. Mm-hmm. Facing backwards, turning away from you. Oh, so, yeah. so it's basically like they've put a spotlight on a very strange trend in jacket design that all these yeah. book, uh, all these publishers have decided to go with, which is the backs of women's heads. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. What does weird. that mean? I Why? don't know. I'm trying to think of like, I don't know. Like, is there like a famous? Have you noticed painting? that, Garen? Do you have oh, that? It's definitely it's a thing, a right? Thing. It's weird. Yeah. Garen says it's definitely a thing. It's like, oh, there's someone in jumpers facing backward. Oh, there's someone in uh, a corset facing backward. There's yeah, someone, someone, someone <laughs> my work is actually going to start an Instagram account that basically just shows every p- cover that's that's oh, okay, somebody okay. walking away yeah, or somebody yeah. just mm. turned to the other direction. <laughs> so weird. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. It really okay. makes no sense. Is it because it makes you go, wow, what's... Yeah, like, this person's so mysterious. Yeah, it makes you wonder who they are and I want to find out and yeah, let me open this know. up and I'm doing a Jeff Goldblum for no, no reason. I was, I you I definitely was, were. just going to bust your balls about, about to, it. You're about to talk about <laughs> denim. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I have to go into the mine. Oh, th- my, my, my theory of that show is, well, it's fun and he's great. They just, they don't know what they're doing because <laughs> every episode is like him wondering what the fascination is with ice cream. Right. Like, well, it tastes great and everyone, I it's mean, not, there's, there's, no, no there's no deeper meaning. <laughs> right, we don't yeah. have to. Just like jeans are comfortable and they're durable, they last and, you know, they're flattering. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the premise was Jeff Goldblum is an alien, so let's explain the things everyone else already <laughs> understands to him. Yes. <laughs> I will admit that I appreciate Matt's impression of him on that show yeah. than I do the show. I haven't seen the run, but oh, I mean, God. I saw the real run i haven't seen yeah that yet. oh you watched that episode yeah. yeah it's did you did you see it did you finally see the real uh, thing? i did and and again your your impression in in both the run the speaking all of it like what yeah. you're saying like what every you doing that is more entertaining than the actual show well i appreciate thank you for saying that that's very kind well uh, no i'm telling you because i'm mad at you because then you made me watch <laughs> that show i enjoy it i don't know why I like it's, it it's like very it. it's like a youtube channel where it's like there's very no stakes whatsoever it's just Not. a time killer basically yeah. just like man this is a nice little break from life where i can just watch this idiot do sick yeah. things that don't matter i feel bad i took garen's well, time that, well that's what we do around the beat we bounce around and uh, <laughs> occasionally we'll get back to the topic at hand um oh pardon me all right so garen you went to uh, did you go to trivia on the tuesday night yes sir all right you Here went we over go. there last trivia of the, of the year if i'm not mistaken yep yeah all right <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's a hiccup Here's the problem. I'm going to gross everybody out. Here's the problem with this uh, bonded retainer. The saliva builds up underneath it. And oh. so Ugh. it's like there's too much going on. Right. So your tongue is constantly trying to uh, clear it out. Clear it out. And so if you're quick on your feet like I am, a genius, yeah. uh, you have trouble speaking because then that's all in the way. We almost lost that Monica Lewinsky joke <laughs> behind that retainer. Can you? Did you, Were you given the option of having uh, removable retainers? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to this. Oh, yeah. I was talking what to this. What are the benefits? Is it supposed to be faster? or you, you don't have to ever worry about it. You don't ever have to worry about losing them. You don't have to worry about cleaning them. Like that said, you got to go through a whole thing uh, yeah. with flossing in a way that yeah, uh, none of us have ever flossed. Oh, you have to like, because Zoe had to do this. So you have to like thread it through with like a needle. You need to use that special little thing. Yeah. Bring it through. Do it. 
no thank you that's yeah just uh, i'm not gonna be flossing i'd rather i'd rather look like fucking gabby hayes than have this thing in my mouth for one more second google it you'll love it <laughs> <laughs> google it you'll love it i'm a 95 a year old man right? gabby hayes is an <laughs> I old... know, gabby. <laughs> you're talking about that young lady <laughs> i get it uh, i actually like the joke i don't know why i did a fake laugh over it uh, all right, so Garen, what was the uh, top? Oh, uh, uh, Garen, uh, uh, Danielle, what happens here? I know. Uh, what we do here on the beat trivia. is trivia. No, but there's a new, there's a new twist. New system. Oh. You're not caught up because you're having trouble getting your Players Club uh, I got episodes. it all. It's all good. It's all good. Um, you have 25 points to bet. Okay. Anywhere from zero to 25 to bet on this topic. And I, and you are representing the guest, who I believe is what, at three points at the moment? Uh, negative 12. Negative 12. So the guest is not doing well. They're oh, the, the guest ones. is the collective person who's ever yeah. the guest, and mm-hmm. then this you is just a run there. Oh, yeah. okay. Roll. By the way, we haven't decided what happens if there's like if the guest has entourage, whether they get to play and when. Oh yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Very rarely does the guest uh, on the Players Club have an entourage. I thought you meant if they have the, the Entourage TV series box set at home, in which case I would ask them to leave. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, we, we yeah, we can solve that problem right now. We yeah. we don't have them back. <laughs> right. Um, all right, so Garen, please give us the topic. Movies. Oh, we write it down now, right? Movies. So now we decide how much we're going to bet based on the topic? Yeah. Yep. But Wait, wasn't Final movies Jeopardy last time, too? Or that was TV television? Was t- TV television, yeah. That was a Sesame Street question. That's it? right. Uh, remind yep. us, please, how many points we each have. Jimmy, you have three. I'm the guy with three. Matt has Elliot. Has Elliot. Matt has 40. <laughs> Matt has 40. That's in the lead. Elliot has negative 10. Yeah, that's bad news. And Danielle is the guest. You have negative 12. So, but you can I'm still gonna, bet 25. I was going to say, even though I have negative 12, mm-hmm. I could still bet. You can bet 25. Yeah, yeah. So you can so go to 25. You can go to negative 28, or you can get out of the hole. There's a lot going on. Okay. Here. So it's movies again. We had TV last time. TV. I know, but two weeks ago it was movies. Oh, oh. So then that's what it is. Then it's, that's what it is. Movies. All right. Uh, I mean, I guess I have one in the nah, nah, chamber that I, I'm I like saving. movies. Although it's it's uh, it's tempting to bet a lot when it's movies, okay. but I don't. I shouldn't. All right, go ahead. Hold on. Write down your bet, Danielle. Yes. All right. This could be foolish, but hold on. I lost my the 1999 film Tea with Mussolini. Is based on the autobiography of what film director? Ah. Damn it. Oh, man. I'm going to be with a fewer points. The 1999 film, Tea with Mussolini, starring Cher, I believe. It's based on the autobiography of what film director? Wait, it is, are you serious about it starring really? Cher? Really? It says Cher? Cher is for sure in that movie. She was Mussolini? Okay. She played Mussolini. I don't remember this movie, I guess. I, th- oh, I think I was thinking of something gonna else. I'm going to be so mad if it's... I have two thoughts, and I'm going to be so mad if it's the Now other I'm picturing one. a meme of Mussolini drinking tea, like Kermit. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, Cher, Judy Dench, Joan Plowright, Maggie Smith, Lily Tomlin. Oh, the name. Well, wait a minute. Well, You're giving up a bunch of names. Well, we, we haven't. That's uh, all right. That's the cast. That's not going to help you at all. Unless, it's based on the autobiography of what? Of, of, a, what director? of a director. Right. So that implies that the director. That implies is, absolutely nothing. Then I'm confused about what this movie is. I don't remember this movie, but I've already written down my answer. So I can right. tell you what it's about. It's about a guy. So why is and the a cast of, a lot of ladies. female? Maybe right. I didn't get to the other cast members. Maybe it's all the yeah. women in this person's life. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. So uh, oh, do we reveal our answers first? Or yeah. Did I, uh, oh, yeah, we do, don't we? Uh, I, I, Terrence Malick. I went uh, Fellini. That's a, I like that answer. Uh, I went Antonioni, but my second guess is Almodovar. Is that how you say his name? Oh, yeah. Only because he surrounds himself with women. All the movies have That's lots of good, women in it. But anyway. Guys, I went with Terrence Malick. <laughs> now, I, I couldn't think of the name, but the, who's the guy who directs the spaghetti westerns? Leone. Sergio Leone. So yeah. that was what I wanted to do, but I'm not doing that because I couldn't think of it. So I went with Houston. So wait, what did you actually went with Antonioni? Yeah. Okay. I, I got confused about which of the two things you said. Okay. So, uh, and then my backup, full disclosure, was um, Rossellini, Roberto Rossellini. Did anybody get so it correct, angry. Garen? Nobody got it correct. Nobody. Wow. Even Matt's backup is not correct. No. And even my, I couldn't think of the guy's nope. name. Did you hear mine? But mine was Terrence Malick. <laughs> Incorrect. I'm sorry. Mr. Pardo. Did you guys get it correct? We did not. Did anyone get it correct that night? I do not think so. I'm not 100%. That's a hard question. It man. is a very hard That's question. That's no fun for pub trivia. I was following movies pretty closely in 1999. Yeah, and I would don't get remember it, this movie. If anyone would get it in this room, it would be Matt. I was following T. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like that title is vaguely familiar, but I, it's so weird. I have to be honest. That year was a complete uh, blackout to me. I was so panicked about Y2K. Yeah, I just sure. could not focus on <laughs> yeah, everyday life. I get it. You guys are living life, going to movies, watching TV, and I was just looking at my credit cards. <laughs> Go ahead, Garen. Please give us the answer. The answer <clears throat> is the director of the film, Franco Zeffirelli. Ah. Romeo so and got, Juliet. So we at least Damn. got one. Somebody, some of us got one syllable right. <laughs> well, I, I lose seven points. I bet seven. I bet ten. I bet, I, I bet 25. I bet also ten. <laughs> yeah, no consequences for you. You're out of here. That's why. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's going to keep So we did Romeo and Juliet, and then 20 years later, he did... Yeah. Tea with Mussolini. I can't think he must of have any done, other things He must have done. done some stuff in the old days, right? I, I guess so. Was well, apparently, his autobiography is very exciting. He made a movie of it. I think he was one of those, he was a contemporary of Fellini and, and uh, Antonioni yeah. and those guys. All right. Are you pressing something? Oh, I, just, I have a little couple of magnets I'm messing with. <laughs> but do it elsewhere. Sorry. I it looked like you were about to press some music cue oh, or something. And, uh, no. I'm, uh, no. I, I was giving you the space to do it, and it turns out, no, you're playing with two magnets. Yeah, that's fair. I'm glad I'm glad the show is uh, keeping you company and <laughs> keep, keep providing uh, all the uh, attention that you need. So what? what's our scores now? Well, I'm at I, negative uh, four. Yeah, negative four for Jimmy. Matt remains at 30. Maybe. Elliot, you're no, negative 20. I went down to 30. You went down. You lost. I meant positive. Oh, gotcha. Uh, guest down to negative 37. So I, yeah. I, I have a thought on this. What are you at? Uh, I'm at negative 20. Okay. Um, do, if, if anybody reaches negative 100, can we make them zero and then put everybody else's score into the positive? Is why, that, why, no. would, why would we do that? Why in God's name would so we? Would, this is so not uh, this is not little league. Everyone doesn't get a trophy. Yeah, we're not. No, no, no but that would put you. That would put you at like 130. And you I keep don't care. dropping like a, the effing rock you are, man. What, what's you're like those magnets? You cannot. It doesn't mathematically attract. make a difference. It just is psychologically makes it. a difference. Well, psychologically, you're gonna keep going down and down. And <laughs> yeah, why cavern. do you need that psychological boost? <laughs> you really have to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to say it. I want you to admit it out loud. Uh, I just like to be positive. I had lunch with somebody yesterday that was uh, <laughs> raving about your off book uh, appearance. Oh, that's Elliot. awesome! Aww. Yeah, thank you so much. Very nice, nice. To, that person. to that person raving about it. I've gotten a lot of good feedback. Uh, folks on on the Twitch stream have people in regular life have. It's, mm -hmm. it's good. People who I didn't even know 
listen to that right or listen to podcasts i keep okay i'm just gonna do it right now because i keep forgetting to download it and listen to it so i'm just gonna just, do it before just I the forget. premise makes me nervous just <laughs> that idea you haven't I listened mean, to it yet either i'm sorry i have not it's jimmy really, did great it's very good i will listen to it it's very good come yeah. come 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 for the pardo stay for the hookberg Yep. Right. I'm the reason people listen to that. And yep. then they walk away going, hey, you know what, Elliot isn't the fuck up that they pretend he is Never Not Funny. <laughs> hey, he actually does have some humor. He doesn't uh, choose to show it on Never Not Funny, but he knows how to be funny. Uh, all right. Uh, Garen, I need to check in with you once again over there at the Pop Culture Museum. But that's that is sponsored by dogpal.com. Uh, you have a um, an hour recording artist for me? Uh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going with... Uh Robert Plant. Robert Ooh. Plant. Now, that gentleman was once the, uh, the lead sorry, singer. I'm sorry, that's not what I'm going with. Okay. I'm going with Robert Palmer. Uh, <laughs> that gentleman was once the lead singer of uh, Power Station. He, I find him simply irresistible. Oh, are you kidding me? He's addicted to love. He, he's yeah. so fine. There's no telling where the money is. Doctor, doctor, give me the new. I got a bad case of you. Do we find out who was picked last time you had this letter? Wait, did you do this letter with this artist? No, no. Oh, oh no. I mean, with this category. He did not. No. Okay. Unless, unless it was a part of Miser, but I don't think it was. No, we haven't, didn't have well, artists. it was female okay. artists anyway. It wasn't male artists. Previously. No, no I know. I, just, I didn't know if there was... Never mind. Name. Part of Miser this season... Oh, for an R. R could have turned yeah. up, but, oh. but it did not. But it didn't. Yeah. Mm, did not. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't All think All right, so. I just want to make sure, because I haven't... Someone in mind? Anyway. Uh... But he brings up a point. Matt and I were talking about this off the air the other day because I spoke about, uh, and I, uh, I'm going to use another gentleman's name who coincidentally begins with R, and that might be one of your choices that still, still could be on this list. Um, when I met Roger Daltrey with Oliver, that I literally was, like, it might be the only time that I got starstruck in the past 10 years. And I chose to say to Roger, as I've said on the show before, uh, 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 I'm Jimmy Pardo, nice to meet you. I'm Roger, nice to meet you. This is my son, Oliver. Uh, Oliver, one day you will uh, be able to see his movie, Tommy. You're not old enough yet to see his movie, Tommy, ignoring the fact that he's one of the biggest rock stars in the world because I locked up. Yeah. I panicked. And I forgot uh, why uh, Oliver but might that's know. That's not unrelated. It's not like he... It's not like he's Chris Christopherson and you said, oh, you should see, you know, Star is Born or something. It's like the, the, the movie was the Who's movie. But they still, uh, I hear what you're saying and I appreciate the uh, the, the leash on this. Um, but if you're trying to explain to, to a Oliver, child who Roger Daltrey is. Hey, you know that song, Who Are You? <laughs> so there's this weird movie that's yes. disturbing to children because I saw it when I was 12 and it tra- traumatized me. Yeah. Uh, Ridiculous that that would be my touchstone yeah. for him. I see what you're saying. When trying to explain it to a child. So then Matt and I, right. and I said, I can't, I, I can't believe I got starstruck. And Matt's like, well, it's understandable. He's one of the top rock yeah. gods of all time, which then made us try to come up with who are the five top rock gods? It doesn't have to be five. We were just saying, like, who else is? I say it has to be five. No, no, I'm, I'm putting it. I'm I, putting it at five. I don't think there are five. That was that's my uh, point. Well, I think there's five. Is it a matter of opinion, or is it? In, in other words, obviously, it's a matter of opinion. But I mean, is it like who you think is the best, or who you think made the biggest contribution, or like? I know neither of you. Well, uh, you know, I know you hate the Doors. I'm not a huge right. Doors fan either. But Jim Morrison, I mean, you could say he's a rock god. I mean, he I could like, certainly say that. Right. We were talking about living yeah. people. Oh. we were talking about living like that. I would run into, oh. and that you would get. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, Adam Levine, uh, a one <laughs> given. Sure. Right. You're talking about the guy that works at GSN. <laughs> yes. Uh, so here's who here's who we landed okay. on. Robert Plant. Okay. Yeah. Roger Daltrey. Sure. Um, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Yeah. And then to me, that's the end of the list. 
the, can anybody think of any of anybody a living who well, rock Tom, would God. His, would Tom is, Jones count? He would no. not, sir. Who's what, a, is there a fifth person who's at the level of those four people? Now, one guys are gonna you're gonna scoff. If you say Ed Sheeran, I'm kicking you in the fucking teeth. I'm not gonna say Sheeran, and you're gonna you're gonna yell at me. But would you? How close would Steven Tyler be in that list? Well, I was I thought that actually. He is a front man. Now to to that point, I would not get starstruck meeting him, but a lot of everybody else would. Brian Wilson is he still alive? Yeah, Brian Brian Wilson. Wilson. But does he have that kind of no energy? He didn't have a rock star. No. uh, What about the lead singer of ACDC? No. No, I, I think t- I don't think Steven Tyler and I and I've liked Aerosmith for a few years of my life, but I still don't put him at that level. So, so he, yeah, no, he would say that those guys were his heroes. That yeah. he that's who he was aspiring Agreed. to be. That's that was part of the conversation. Is like Bono might be on that list, but Bono again is like the next generation. Well, down. then you're just saying, but that doesn't make sense then, because then you're just saying. Oh, you're just saying like the original. Well, Bono may be on the list. Like, Cockers, I, I, I would say, I would say he could, but Bono could be the number five in my head. Well, imagine, bro, imagine you're at, at, at a at a Starbucks and Bono walks in. Do you not? Well, you were standing two feet from him in a green room and and didn't feel. You were like, wow, that's crazy. Oh, but. I did think it was pretty crazy. I, I, of course, I still, you know, I got a boner because George Clooney was nearby. So. Right. The Do you think was, the criteria then would be like, I can't believe this person is in public right now. That would equate to being right. a god. Like if Michael Jackson was still alive, he would be kind of on that list, right? I think it's just purely about the 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 bands or the, the artists' output and consistency over a long period of time and at their height, how big were they? Well, the well, Prince, for sure, would have to be. Would have been. Alive, 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 alive. But but, I, but, but, I, but Prince and Michael Jackson, we're going into a different area. Though. Yeah, rock. We're rock. talking about like the, the people like when you went to the record store in 1978, who were the posters? Who were the ones that every girl wanted to fuck, every yeah. guy wanted to be? Clapton? No. Because no. I think Mm-mm. I think that part of this has to be like, you're like, like uh, I can't I can't pull his name. I don't know why. It's an idiot thing. But the, the lead singer queen. Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Freddie Mercury, yes. if alive, would, would be yes. one of them. Certainly. And, it's because and of, Jim Morrison, right. same deal. And yeah. because of their presence on stage, their control of the audience, yeah. Yeah. and that idea of Wait, they could do... They're Ed Sheeran. No, it's not Ed Sheeran. I don't get that guy at all. Right. Like, I don't let, get it. Let me tell you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Come on, Nobody Danielle. Nobody control it. an audience. Like, <laughs> other than everybody else has ever performed. <laughs> I mean, the music, I don't like it. I don't like his voice. I just don't get it. I kind of like his music, honestly. Really? I think it's ridiculous. You ever seen him live? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Nor do I want to. I saw him in that uh, that Beatles movie yeah, yesterday, yesterday, which I don't hear any buzz for, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Are any of the Bee Gees still alive? Yeah, Barry is. One. But no. 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 Jump on Although, I mean, no mistake, oh I God. would... <laughs> no, we're talking again. You're going to oh, record store in 1978. So that's what about, I, I don't so historical it's just rock so gods still alive. To you guys, I don't think I don't think sense. you. I, I actually don't think you have to put a date on it. I do think that my thesis is that the first wave of rock stars from the 60s. Well, the first wave was the 50s, but which is why you put a date on it because it can't be John well, Bon Jovi. It, it can't be. My, my point was you, nobody nobody was ever able to surpass what those because they invented that that uh the rock god level of being a a, a performer like that there no one had been like that until the beatles and then the stones no, did it Elvis and, presley was yeah like, yeah he was a rock god there's well, no i mean you think was, so uh, yes uh, what what how can you question that he changed everything yeah. he did but it's like a different 
I guess you're right. I am being very like he's a pop rock. He's a pop rock no. god. No, here's he the thing. A there is an expiration date on when you have to cut that off. I don't think it's as early as you think. <laughs> I, I think oh, yeah, that a, rock gods were still a thing in the in the early 80s, early to late yeah, and, mid 80s. Well, do you but, include David Lee Roth in this then? Well, or said, do you see him as a clown? Oh, I see, yeah. Or, well, the, I said of, Eddie Van Halen, but obviously. It would be. We did I, talk I, about that. About Eddie Van Halen. No, I, can't, about I can't, again, pull it. Uh, the lead singer of Guns N' Roses? Axel, Axel Rose. Rose. Axel Rose, do you I think? I do not include him in this. See, now, I would. Yeah, but you would. You own three Paul Williams albums and that's it. <laughs> George Michael. Sade. And Sade. Wow, thank you for knowing that. You don't shut up about it. Everybody knows it. Came up at lunch yesterday. That's as ridiculous as Jimmy being flattered by the Ari Melber thing. <laughs> I am so, so flattered. So weird. I'm flattered by it. I'm flattered. I mean, I don't look anything like Nicole Wallace, I, so I don't take it as flattery that... You should be flattered. <laughs> You're in good company. You could not look more different than Nicole Wallace. Just take the compliment <laughs> and move on. Just the compliment. <laughs> I think it, it's it's completely subjective. Obviously, it's of based course. on your own age and how you perceive exactly. these acts. Like there are younger people who would have perceived John Bon Jovi the way older, uh, an earlier generation perceived Robert Plant. Oh, it's you not... guys are missing Bruce Springsteen. Hmm. That's interesting. Interesting, boy. Oh boy, because I don't one. see him as a as a rock god on that way. He's like he's like the most rockiest folk singer yeah in he's, my like, view. he's like a super singer songwriter like he's got yeah the, he's a singer songwriter who exploded like to that level lose it over him yeah yeah they do, they do. like they do. people have such a connection to him yep is is it but him then, but, but people then, have that connection Bob, with dylan and and i wouldn't say dylan's a rock he's guy. not a rock guy he's a folk guy yeah of course i mean dylan, dylan mckay from <laughs> <laughs> slide down those sideburns i think that's i think we're at the four those are the four that are alive I think that to me, Eddie Van Halen is an interesting argument because it's not a front man, but it is a, it's a guy who he looms very large. But, I think that's what but, I. But, sort but of, to your point from uh, the conversation we had earlier, wouldn't Keith Richards and Pete Townsend be higher up on that than Eddie Van Halen? I would say yes. If you're going away from front I would man. say yes, Pete Townsend, but no Keith Richards because I, I don't think and, and I'm a very ignorant non-musician on this subject, but I don't think Keith Richards playing stands out as much as or, or his it does not there's his, his contributions to the music that said you're again you're at starbucks and keith richards walks in it's crazy like holy shit yeah, he's yeah. here but you know eddie, what I, eddie van halen I saw, you might go hey, eddie van halen i saw here. eddie van halen in person when i was working at the movie theater when i was a teenager and he came he and valerie came in he was drunk right and uh but you were more excited about seeing valerie bertinelli than you were I, eddie van halen. I wasn't like super excited i thought it was like cool like oh look this famous couple and i think he tried to tip us which you are not allowed to do take a little something for the butter what movie <laughs> did you work at i worked at the non-existing gcc mm -hmm. uh general cinemas oh, wow. in sherman oaks at the corner of uh well not at the corner of but near ventura boulevard and um more that, that theater is still there. It's just not a GCC. Is it still there? I believe it so, yeah. It used to be yeah. two parts. Part of the theater was across the yeah. street it's from a, each it's other. A, it's a Pacific. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the Best Buy is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but right. Only, the Best Buy uh, is yeah, where yeah. the theater was. But only one of them is a theater now, right? Yeah. yeah only mm -hmm. one side, yeah. Yeah, that weird, it's in that weird complex and you just yeah. like tucked in. Yeah. yeah. That's where I saw Star Wars Episode One because it was sold out uh, in all the places I wanted to see it. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. That may have been the place I saw The Dark Knight for the fourth time that same opening weekend. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. That's a, a lot. It is. It's a lot. 
Uh, I, rock gods, huh? I'll apologize for the episode one thing if you apologize for your thing. Jimmy, take no. that pen out of your mouth. It's I, not sanitary. It's going to get stuck in your retainer. I, yeah. ho- I hope it does. Anything to distract me from Garen's rattling over there. <laughs> I saw it the fourth time. Shut up. <laughs> so my, I think my thing was like, it's it's so it's just a weird way of describing it, but which people seem like they're 50 feet tall? Does that make any sense? Yes. Well, like Because Axel think, Rose may not be a rock guy, but he's like a rock king or whatever right because he's at the he's time newer. he was a rock god at the time but he doesn't maintain that right anymore it's, i, so do, I think you need, maintaining you need that you need yeah. the longevity that no, needs I mean, to be part I mean, of it. to that argument though somebody could say that the, you know they're the uh, the highest grossing concert tour in the last five years is guns and roses right. so why why would you not include him i hate but to i say don't this. but i don't put because him i don't brain. put him in the same spot as roger daltrey i, I do not you hate to say what? Uh, that I believe Ed Sheeran had the highest grossing tour of the last five years. Yeah. There's a reason Ed, for that. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> What's the reason? I don't, I don't know anything about it. His command. Oh, okay. Of his audience. Right. Does that mean they just didn't get up and leave? Like, <laughs> yeah, how are you gauging the command? Well, no, they are there because no they're tomatoes. fans of his. So, of course, right. they're. Well, because when I went to one of the, I saw him at one of those. Not, it wasn't Wango Tango. It was one of those like radio station sponsored things yeah. where it was a bunch of teenagers shrieking through the, the entire yeah. thing. And he said, shh, like that. They were oh. they were silent. The, co- the command. I see. Because they didn't know who was on stage until he yeah. made a noise. And they're like, oh, it's Ed Sheeran. Let's just. Leave. Yeah, let's like, all look at our phones. <laughs> oh, perfect time to zone out. It was really out. bright in the theater we at can, that point. We can stop uh, screaming now. Billy Joel. No. No. Not a rock god. I don't think so either. I'm a just, pinnacle of something. Elton yeah. John, though, I did think Elton John. Elton I mean, John. that's pretty close. That's pretty I mean, close, he and he's a, in the right. He's in the right time frame. He's a performer, and yeah, he is a. Would you freak costumes. out if you saw him? Yes, I would. Okay, I don't consider that pure rock. Out. I consider that pop. It is more yeah. pop than rock. Yeah. <laughs> Look at well, you! You just changed on a dime. Well, I mean, we're having a conversation. That's what we do here on the beat. If, <laughs> if, <laughs> we get we get all the facts and we weigh them. We don't just go in and, and plow in with one idea. If you count Elvis, you have to count Elton John. I don't count Elvis. Nobody was except Danielle brought his bullshit up. <laughs> well, he, was, still he stole from the black man. He was literally the first rock star. I don't understand how you can't. He count stole him. from the black man. Yes. As did Led Zeppelin. Right. Here's Stones. the thing. By the end of his Beatles. career, he was like a crooner. So I, I feel like that was a different thing. Yeah, but thing. even then, he was sparkly and in control. The problem with that is, and, and we talk about this too, the problem with him is it, it, it's kind of the same as David Lee Roth in that he became a clown. Right. Elvis, no. uh, Paul no. Stanley, is sadly, is, and Kiss, there was a time where I'm you sorry. would have to put Paul Stanley up there. I'm sorry. You, Paul Stanley at one time was not a clown. I'm saying as far as being a rock god, people, everybody, you know, he was part of that Mount Rushmore. No, I'm sorry. Is he the kitty cat or the moon child or the whatever the fuck? Space, him. Space man. He's the star child. And you know. I, I really didn't. And I can't believe you are comparing him to Elvis Presley. That's absolutely insane. And, and and unfavorably to Elvis, even <laughs> I am uh, I am putting Myopic. him in a certain area oh of music. Jimmy Pardo glasses. Absolutely, they're half full. But wouldn't you put Gene Simmons on that list then? Yeah, but I hate him because <laughs> I don't think I would get. Seems unfair. I don't think I would go bananas if I saw Paul Stanley, but I might I if I saw know Gene if I Simmons. Saw him. I did yeah. see him, and I didn't go bananas. <laughs> But I wouldn't like the same thing hey, with Keith Richards versus Mick Jagger. Like if I saw Keith Richards, I'd be like, oh, there's Keith Richards. If I'm yeah. Mick Jagger, or, or oh, I'm shit, there's shit Mick, Mick Jagger. Jagger. Right. That's yeah. my point. That's what I'm trying to get at. I agree with all of that. So it's an oh shit moment. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be different for everybody, yeah, obviously. That's but why this makes no sense. It makes sense too. But I think we can all like sort of agree that there are certain people who who just are 
they're towering. Their 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 right. legacy, their contribution to popular music towers right. over the average or even the above average. And and so it's hard to put your finger on it, but everyone has a, their own it's perspective. Not hard on to it put too. your finger on Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you don't you have not listened to Elvis Presley once I in the twenty one years I've I known you. Say I did. I didn't say I'm a huge Elvis Presley fan. I'm just saying to not acknowledge that he was the first mega rock I, star is I'm absurd. Certainly acknowledging it, but when you're doing the small room in Vegas, I got to take it. He points was huge off. the whole time. No, he was doing small rooms in Vegas. It doesn't at one matter. Point, as was, was my love share. At some point, they were doing the small rooms. Okay, so did you see so? So Patton had retweeted this thing about this person who did, oh, you're not on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. About this guy who picked the number one selling song of each decade going back to 14,000 BC or something. And so (laughs) the first joke is, so I guess there was some year where Turn Back Time was the number one Mm -hmm. song. And then it gets to the like 1400s and it's like some song by Cher that's called like I can't believe it worked <laughs> <laughs> so she keeps time traveling as you go down oh, the list funny. that's what I was laughing so hard at. I I it was really funny I thought you were listening to the show um, that's cool you're experimenting getting other ideas uh, I don't know what's your beef that she consumes other media than this podcast <laughs> that was the joke that was the joke wow uh, all right, so Gary, went with Robert Palmer. That's what started this whole mess. Robert Palmer, yes. Robert Palmer, of course. He was in Power Station with the great John Taylor on bass, Andy bum, Taylor bum, on guitar. Bum, bum. And I, then uh, I don't know anything about Robert Palmer. Did he was he in a band before his solo stuff, or did he start as a solo artist? I believe he started as a solo artist. Okay. What did he, where did he come from? I know he's British. Yeah, that song "Everyday People." Is that him? Did I get that song right? Really? That was him? No, not the, no. Ah, no. No, that's no, that's the Family Stone. Stone. Yeah, uh, what, what the heck was the name of his song? Ah, damn it. Hang on. We got to look it up. No, not, not here. You don't have any of his music in here. Uh, who are we talking about? Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer. Uh, Karen could look it up. He's the one whose job it is to look things up. Oh, you got a dick to love back. It's all simply here. Is this why I didn't mean to turn you on and get it on? Oh, sneak and say, every, every kind of people oh. is the song. Is that, that from the 70s? Every yeah. kind of people. That one. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah you you've do. heard it a million times in your life, but it just kind of washes over you. And then Sneak and Sally through the alley was another hit he had before then. Looking for clues. Can we still be friends? Can we still be friends? Nope. nope. Can, Can we still be friends? Because we're making up a song. Because <laughs> we're making up a song. <laughs> That's a great, it was a big hit. Uh, yeah, he was a, just a solo guy and then uh, that nobody gave a shit about. And then yeah. all of a sudden in the 80s, uh, he exploded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got some ladies Put and some slick back hair. And a nice suit. Yeah. He's so fine, there's no telling where the money went. Very over, overlit. Uh, all right, well, Gibson, Garen, great job today. It sounds like you got a big weekend planned. <laughs> um, uh, let's check in back there behind the Video Village. That's the Wild Boar. That's Elliot Hooperick. Oh. Uh, Elliot, of course, got that nickname at the live show at Vitello's. That uh-huh. Danielle was in the audience with our son Oliver and mm-hmm. the Joneses. Got to keep up with those cooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sarah and Clementine. Mm-hmm. Sarah goes by her uh, maiden name. Whitney. Whitney. Mm-hmm. Is that her maiden name? Do you, the, we still use that phrase, maiden yeah. name? I don't know if we can talk about it on the air, but I keep forgetting to ask you guys off the air. Uh, what was the? I know Oliver, you know, enjoys our nonsense. Uh, how did uh, how did the Joneses uh, enjoy the show? Oh yeah, yeah, they loved it. Oh okay, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's it's an I, like I. It, Oliver has a very specific uh, context for 
getting it, I guess, for lack of a better right. term. But I didn't know if another 12-year-old would be like completely like, why is this happening? I know a lot of adults feel I that way. So. <laughs> I didn't like grill her for right. her opinion, but I think they really liked it. Um, Sarah did ask, what was with Garen or something? (laughs) What's the story with Garen? I'm just happy to be part of the conversation. (laughs) I I said, oh, well, you know, he's the intern. She's like, he's an intern? I was like, well, he's not really an intern. They just call him the intern and... um, Started as an intern. Right. Mm. Wouldn't leave. Wouldn't leave. (laughs) (laughs) Usually internships end when the person graduates from whatever school they're in. Instead, he got a Christmas bonus today. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how how much the tides have turned. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, we checked back in with Elliot Hopper back there behind Video Village. Hello. Uh, a little tardy today, as we discussed. Yes, sir. Uh, anything else of import happened in the last few days? Because I'm over there at the Familiar. Well, I I, uh, I do actually want to talk a little bit about uh, my dad's thing, because I think it's interesting. Um, so he had a, a professional conservator that had been hired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a letter two, three months ago uh, from the Arizona court that said that uh, they had reviewed what this conservator had done and the conservator had overcharged by like $30,000. Oh, goodness. And Whoa. to me, I didn't even realize that, that was part of their process that they that they were doing all that stuff. We had some concerns about about some of their estimates and things, but I'm not an expert in any of this, so I had no way of, being like, of playing hardball on it. Um, the upshot is not only did they owe the money, but they lost their license. <gasps> wow. The conservator did? Yes. Over and, your father's... Uh, I'm sure there, were, there had to be others involved well, as well. I'm sure there was some kind of investigation that occurred yeah. before that happened. But, um, I mean, here's the thing, and, and not talking out of school, when, when they had to do things for my dad, I felt like they were doing them professionally and correctly. I just think that they were, and I, I wonder in Arizona with the number of elderly people that are there, that move there, whether it's like a gold rush kind of a situation where folks mm-hmm. go and like, because they were driving, they both had Mercedes, like yeah. like G-Wagon SUVs and that sort of thing. Like, so they were doing all right. Um, but so now that's all the stuff that I'm having to deal with is now we've got to figure out, well, who's going to replace them? Well, who gets the money? Uh, the money goes back to my dad's account. Good. And it um, does go back. And and we've seen the, the proposal from the company is that they said, well, they can't give it all back right now, but they're asking for a payment plan or whatever. So that's fine, I suppose. But yeah, it's supposed to all, because look, he's in a home that uh, at some point is going to cost 10 grand a month. It doesn't yet, but it's going to. That's three months of the, if you yep. get $30,000 back. Let yep. me ask you a question. And I understand they can't give it all back at once, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue the fact that they should. Well, the court could ask them to. Why Why is it okay for you not to have that money? Like, like they, they obviously took that money. Uh, I, give I, it, let's go. I mean. Probably because they can't I know they actually have, yeah, they don't actually have it. They, they either don't have it, or keep in mind, my dad is not their only client. They may have 20 or 30 clients, right. and now that they don't have their license anymore, they got no money coming in. So... I, I, I honestly, I haven't asked that question. I was sort of floored that this was happening. Yeah. Um, and actually, uh, it kind of reassured me that here's a government system that's actually functioning. It right. took a while for them to get to it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the money has to be given back. Mm. But but I was like, oh, because and the other thing is dealing with the Arizona court system. I'm not sure they know all their rules, <laughs> at least in the office. And it gets a little weird. So it, it, that doubly surprised me that they were on top of it like this, even though it took a while for them to get there. So um, that's why I want to share the stories. That's like, interesting. So you're going to start using cash again? <laughs> I haven't <Can> stopped. <laughs> if they had 20 to 30 clients and they took your dad for 30 grand right. overcharge payments. Oh, I, you're, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What have they done to everybody else? 
It's not. There's no yeah. way it's isolated. Right. I, I've got to imagine you're correct, and that's probably why they Jesus. lost their license because yeah. they probably were reviewing other things. And Jesus, yeah. You ever go to the Grand Canyon? I have gone to the Grand Canyon. Right. Yeah. Does anybody else remember the part of? Please the- acknowledge just how awful that question is <laughs> in the middle of all that. I didn't understand why it happened. I, I didn't I either. I just thought I thought it was just funny. Like he's telling this story about his dad, and he's funny that he mentioned Arizona. He's like, "You ever go to the Grand Canyon?" Like, as if that was the important part of the story. That's all. Yeah. I acknowledge. Well, this is going to sound even more okay. tasteless. Um, you know the episode of the Brady Bunch where they go to the Grand Canyon, right? Uh-huh. Very famous episode. Did this actually happen? Because I was obsessed with this detail when I was a kid. That they put hot dogs in their flashlights. What? <laughs> I do not like remember to store that. them. It sounds vaguely familiar, honestly. But then where were the batteries go? I think it was like, I th- because remember they couldn't find Bobby and Cindy, so I think Bob- Bobby, baby, Cindy. Yeah, that sounds familiar, right? And I feel like they put hot dogs in their flat, like. All right, now I'm gonna have to look the. Guarantee you find this out. Is that, okay. Does that show stream anywhere? I wonder. Oh. I know. I know parents whose kids watch it now, so it must. Oh, okay, it's interesting. I don't know why. Do they when enjoy there's so it? many wonderful things available. Why on earth he would watch that? Like we we yes, watched it because do. of uh, lack of on. other things. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was oh, on I, and had children in it. So many shows I watched that I hated at, in the moment, and I still watched them. <laughs> right, Smurfs. Yeah. I fucking hated the Smurfs. I was there every Saturday. <laughs> hated them. Yeah, I get it. French bastards. Yeah, Belgian. Oh, so sorry. even worse. <laughs> after reuniting with their family, Bobby and Cindy smuggled Jimmy some Franks, Franks and beans from the Brady cookout. It's Bobby's ingenious idea to remove the batteries from a flashlight. Oh, okay. And store the food inside. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Even, so it was like and Frank I, and beans. I thought that they about put the beans there. too, but then I I didn't say it because that sounded insane. Who's J- Jimmy? Who's? <laughs> is that ingenious to is, put is it like beans a hobo? in a flashlight? Yeah, I think smart. they found somebody's or children. They right? found like a. Just some a dude. Grand Canyon hobo yeah. or something? Oh, Jimmy's a runaway. He's some kid. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. I think uh, yeah. he's played by Jimmy McNichol. Uh, McNichol. Oh. I barely oh. remember I, this. I, this I, was made the, I made that. I may have made yeah, that. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Okay. okay, so, all right. I'm glad to know that there's something left over from my... This was a multi-part one, like the yes, Hawaii two thing, part. right? Yeah, I'm pretty Three-part. Sure. Oh, what? What? Ooh, the patience for wasn't that. The, wasn't the Hawaii one like five-part or something or four-part? <laughs> and King's Island was like two or three as well. So, I don't remember Kings Island. Well, that's where they uh, they switched up the poster tube with the uh, with the blueprint tube. Don't even, tube. don't even. Oh, that God. is the most stressful episode. Yeah. And then I got to run around trying yes. to find Dad and hand off the poster. Yes. Is that the one where Greg's on the bike with the poster? I don't know. Tube. I thought that was part of the Hawaii thing for some reason. No. No, that's that's, that's Kings the, Island. Okay. The Hawaii thing is the the, the yeah the the, mm-hmm. the cursed necklace. Yeah. Sounds like you guys want to borrow my complete series set. I'm happy to oh, borrow it. Sounds, like, sounds like Matt wants to. I still need to go. You know, the house is right over here, and I've never been to it. And they now that they've You're renovated fine. it, you don't need to. Right? I do. It's not going to change your life at all. I just want to see it, and do then I'll really? be able to move on. Yeah. Okay. I should have done it when my sister was visiting recently, but uh, I forgot because she we watched it together all the time. That's your sister Jan. That's <laughs> right. Yep, Jan mm-hmm. Belknap. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all right. Well, Elliot, it sounds like you're going to be in for a windfall here, and that's good. Good for you. I, I, my dad, uh, hopefully, thirty thousand yes. coming your way. Good for you. Not coming my way. It's coming my father's way. It's thirty grand, buddy. You could use stakes it. on Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that. That makes me nervous. What you don't think you? I don't think you're getting that money back, dude. I mean, that is also a possibility. That is, it's a possibility. That's. Yeah. I mean, here's the other thing, though. You didn't know that you were overpaying, right? And so, like, yes, yeah, you want that money back. Justice. You want justice, right? That's just evil. That's evil. It's evil. It's it's definitely taking it because because here's the thing: is how many of those older folks 
do not have family right. that would stand up for them. And so that's the reason why I was, like I say, I'm, I'm actually impressed that that the, the government offices were able to follow through and do that because how many people wouldn't be able to deal with right. that on their own? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. a classic John Mahoney and say anything situation. You know, yeah. I'm sure they would say what he said, which is, I made their lives better. <laughs> Boy, that scene comes out of nowhere. And, it's so and, jarring. And so, <laughs> and so jarring. And like every every emotion you're supposed to feel, yeah. I felt. Yeah. He was, he was, um, he was a caretaker. Like he was double- a. He was like just stealing money from the elderly people that he was like taking care of. That was Jesus. His... That's and you think he's a nice yeah. guy throughout right. the whole thing who was a little skeptical of Lloyd. Right. And then uh, it turns out he's a prick. Super dark. Yeah. Yeah. Was he a prick? I, mean, I heard he made his life, their lives better. <laughs> in your eyes, the light, the heat, in your eyes, I am complete. Your eyes. Has Peter Gabriel hit your list? What? No. Peter Gabriel hit that rock on list? Not this list. No. no. Is that another list of rock stars that starts first name starts with P? <laughs> coming, coming. Uh, that would have weeks ago. A lot faster had I not I'm had sorry. to do a you know get a windshield wiper inside my mouth. <laughs> is it um, awful? Yes. No. I can't was, wait for it to be gone. Is it insane if I ask Karen to go get me something to eat? <laughs> yes. He's not your servant. <laughs> no, but sometimes you have him go do things. Do you want some jingle jangle? Yeah, we got some jingle jangle. You want to nibble on some jingle jangle? Sure. We had. Wait, soups it's in not here, I think. Yet. No, I was going to. Okay, it's all right. It's gotta, someone's got to open it. And then right. once that happens, you know. No, because I'm sick and I don't want to put my hands in there. It's fine. It's well, fine. we'll put a little bit we'll on a plate. plate. We, we got plates plate. in there. Yeah. We do have plates. Come on, Garen, open that up for Daniel, please. Right, thanks. That's great. Yeah, enjoy a nice night. That'll be ready by 1.15. <laughs> Look at how slow he's moving. Literally, he was looking around like, where to go? <laughs> Come on, Garen. Don't live up to your reputation. You're like a basset hound trying to figure out how to get out of bed in the morning. This did I compare him the other day to a cat with a bag on its head? Was that? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, good. You know, because I'm perfect. Now, uh, who is your R recording artist? Uh, Elliot, I imagine you've got, you've got a handful of them. I do. Uh, I am not doing Robert Goulet or uh, Rick Springfield. Those are my first two instincts. Okay. I'm going with Roger Waters. Roger Waters. Now, he, of course, is in that uh, was in that Pink Floyd for a while. Then he's got a successful solo career that I've enjoyed seeing in concert many, many times. There we go, a little jingle jingle. You got snacks, that jingle jingle <laughs> jingle. I'll pick what I get in. <laughs> I'll pick what I get. Thank you very much. Uh, Look at that. That's a that's a chocolate covered Oreo. Do you prefer dark or milk chocolate? Dark. Me too. Hundred percent. The rest of my family is. I don't is even like milk me. chocolate. Wait, wait. It sounds like you should move into my house, and I should move into your house. Yes. Probably, yeah. I'm a milk chocolate guy. I just bought a bag. I, my family doesn't even know this yet because I, like a weirdo, I hid, I hid them. <laughs> um, not really hid, but I put them on top of the fridge in a place that no one would notice them. So hidden, but not on purpose. It was just that's mm. where they. What did you buy? I got just the dark chocolate pretzels from Trader Joe's. They, uh, there's a bag of. But those. you don't have to hide them because no one wants them. I know. That's why it was so weird. Why did I do that? I think this guy was embarrassed because it, it's it was such a blatantly selfish purchase. It was there's no uh, re- it's just for me. I thought you didn't even eat sugar. I do on Saturdays, oh. <laughs> so that's my Saturday treat. Is that's that bag? So I guess I'll just eat that entire bag by myself. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. You got a lot of Saturdays coming up. Charlie's still young. <laughs> I, I think uh, I'll see if he's interested. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Because we know how seven-year-olds love dark chocolate. Yeah, he'll hate it, but... Uh, he likes pretzels. He's not as strongly against it as uh, Zoe and Elise are. Where's mint? Is uh, Zoe coming around on mint yet? No, she still hates mint. Still hates mint. But Charlie likes mint. Charlie likes thin mints, but then we were at a restaurant that had the, like, 
mint at the end of the meal mm-hmm. mint, and it was mint and chocolate wafer yeah and we were like charlie you'll like this you'll like thin mints and he was just like, <laughs> like he, didn't like it we had, what did really, the thumbs do they went all the way down all the way down after a long <laughs> protracted <laughs> show of hands. uh speaking of treats look at how wonderful uh, danielle's water bottle is over there she's got yeah the, the brand new never enough funny there we uh, go. Hold, hold it over there just in time for the holidays no, Tor- towards this guy no 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 it's good, oh, it's good. Never mind. you got it that's pretty tall that's perfect is, is it taller a, than yours man is that a 24 ounce oh it's certainly taller. oh yeah it's than different than yeah a little but it's a little narrower a little not narrower much, not much I wonder what the ounceage on that is. I think ounceage. we knew. I think we know the answer to that. I think it's online. Got to be twenty-four. It's bigger than twenty. You think it's a southern? I always think it's going to say. It never says. No, oh, it's not stamped into the metal. Is that one where you can? Oh, wait a second. You can remove yeah. the bottom. Sixteen point nine fluid ounces. That's it. That's oh, wow. it, huh? Oh, because it's insulated. That's yeah, low and sleek. Low and sleek. Because it's insulated. Yeah, that's a good good amount. <laughs> it's probably the same as this. Then this does not. Yeah, stay. it's more than it's more than uh, your typical uh, can of soda or something like that. Mm. Right. What uh, <laughs> is your problem, buddy? <laughs> um, Roger Waters is what Roger I, Waters. What I went with, with. and uh, he's a terrific recording artist who I've uh, uh, discovered in the last uh, twelve years. Mm-hmm. That's a, there's a lot of R's that are very Jimmy Pardo artists. There yeah. uh, yeah. were way too many. Like, quite I didn't frankly. even think of that one. I had I did think of. I got news for you. Neither did I. Okay. <laughs> You're out. Well, that's just goes. But with. but that, I, I only bring it up because yeah. He should be in the Roger top three. Waters, Robert Plant. Hold on, let's not. Let's yeah, God, don't wait do until it. we. Uh, Did someone say a Robert Plant already? Yeah, well, he said, was, he, I, said, I missed, he said it accidentally. Oh, right, it. Robert Palmer. Okay. He said Robert Palmer. That's the wrong shoulder to have that happen. Jesus, that hurts. Go ahead. Oh boy. What? What did you do? Is it? The, uh, just the normal pain? You know, if I, and it goes no, who no, cares? I'm sorry. People are sick of hearing me talking about this. Amen. Uh, <laughs> it's been feeling wonderful lately, too. So that Yeah, was, I hadn't you seen you. You just said uh, last night. I said last night that uh, it's proof that physical therapy works because I'm, not, I would say 99%. I, I just did something weird. That was my own fault that if any of us would have done may have hurt. Right. Okay. Like I, I pulled it. A, Sounds a, like a you jinxed way. it with this talk of last night. <sighs> Dude, don't think I didn't think that. <laughs> right there, it, it, that is not uh, that is not labrum related. That is uh, arthritis related, and that mm. that the bulk of my pain comes from arthritis in that shoulder. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, imagine Ed Sheeran saying that story. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be captivated by it. They'd eat it up. Uh, uh, Matt, who is your our, uh, apparently Casey Kasem wants to ask? Yeah. who's your our recording artist? Well, I'm going with the one that I, I think is the. The, the odds on Jimmy Pardo, mm-hmm. which is Rick Astley. Rick Astley, he's never going to give you up. He's never going to let you go. I just listened to Rick Astley's greatest hits. Where you go? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, he's captured well. you. Never going to let you down. Yeah. Uh, listen to his greatest hits on vinyl just gonna, the other day. I'm going to change my answer based on you getting that lyric wrong. <laughs> Dude, I get every lyric <laughs> wrong. I get every Chicago lyric wrong. But, but that one is... 25 or 6 to 3? It's my favorite <laughs> song of all time. At what point do you send him to a neurologist, Danielle? <laughs> I know. I'm sure he's been to one already. He's been to everything. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I've been to one. That's where you have Dr. Monazal. Have you been to you? Yeah. No, Thank. I haven't yet. Thank you, Charlene. Never. <laughs> that's who did that song. You're welcome. Well, I think Charlene is the name. Yeah, Charlene is the name of the latest person I dealt with at Kia who won't tell me anything. <laughs> Danielle's having some member of the last week. I mentioned oh, that no. uh, yeah. Kia's in the shop. Guess what? Still there. Oh, no. It's actually okay because um, today they're going to put the guy on it who knows cars <laughs> <laughs> they literally said she's like this guy knows he really knows he'll be able to find the problem and i said well 
That begs the question, why wouldn't he be put on it from the beginning? Right. I don't know. Or why not just hire a bunch of guys? Uh, no cars? Yeah, who yeah. are these other guys you're employing who yeah. don't know cars? I've I've lost my temper so many times that I'm just, they've defeated me. I'm just resigned at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, the tire guy can't find anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, not the tires. <laughs> well, Kia, as a reminder, father, father, son. son. What is that? You know what that is. Don't act like I don't I'm say sorry. it around the house 7,000 times a day. <laughs> it was, it was the, the guy at the dealership who was explaining the relationship between Hyundai and Kia Oh, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Hyundai, father, son, <laughs> father, son. In a way that was just wonderful. Gave me ASMR. Oh, I got, I, I got ASMR from a Columbo episode the other night. Oh. Uh, somebody was explaining something to Columbo, and I was like, holy shit, it's, ha- it's happening. Yeah. Uh, see if you take a look there, and uh huh, I see. <laughs> and then you turn the page, and you're on page three. Then, uh huh, I see. And I was just, I got a little. Yeah, bit he of... doesn't know how books work even. He like that's <laughs> like, that's how far he's taken this long con. Like yeah. I don't know anything. How do? Oh yeah, he's turned the page. Uh, I see. Uh huh. So then there's you, words in it. Huh. Okay. I see. And then if you read them in order, it forms a sentence. I understand. <laughs> uh huh. Terrific. Uh, terrific. I, I do that for Oliver. I ask him about school. I'll go... Uh, Columbo style? Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, you went to school today. No, I, I, I understand. You sit at a desk. I see. Uh, you did, huh? I think that's why you like Columbo's because that's just your act. <laughs> <laughs> I think because last night we were talking about who would who would be a modern... Who would they cast? Yeah. Oh. And I was offended that nobody in my family chose me. <laughs> but I think you just nailed it. It's like that part of it... I'm not disheveled like that. I don't right. smoke cigars. And, but I, I that part of it is yes. It is my, that is that. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's yeah, my yeah, act. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. it's the weird probing, uh, the the innocuous sort of. Yeah. Uh, so right there question. in the house, then. Yeah. So, right there. <laughs> yeah. So you wear you wear the hat right on the head, then right, right on the top. Right, that, that makes right. sense. You, you pull it down around the ears from time to time. I, I see. think it started because Jimmy Oliver said Mark Ruffalo would be a really good new Columbo. Yes, and I agree with that. Yes, like, posture alone. Yeah, that was a really really astute uh, yeah. casting. Yeah. Well, we were talking about what dark water. Talent to have, <laughs> <laughs> or a perfect talent. Maybe he goes into casting. Casting director. Yeah. Wouldn't that be better than going into stand-up comedy? Wouldn't we prefer that? He's behind the desk. Have you ever liked one casting person you've oh, ever met? I like G. Charles Wright. Okay. And I liked uh, that other uh, uh, person uh, who... Oh, yes, okay. I, I, I've encountered five casting oh, people right. I've enjoyed. Here's a question, because uh, this is probably maybe one of the more famous casting directors right now uh, in comedy. Did you ever audition for Allison Jones? For mm-hmm. yeah, you did. I did. You both did. Yeah, for, way back in the day. For um, Curb. Oh, wow. But there, there was no audition. Like I don't remember. I think you just came in and talked. Talked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, what did she say? What, did she seem nice? Oh, she's very nice. Yeah. She's actually. I, I. I. The one I remember specifically. I, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm conflating two people. She. I think she was the casting director for the Partridge Family reboot. Yeah. That French steward ended up getting the role of uh, Reuben Kincaid, mm-hmm. and that was the one that I had many, many auditions for. Right. And uh, maybe I'm talking out of school, but uh, she was rooting for me. Oh, that's nice of her. And I believe that's another one of the many came down between you and the guy that got it. Mm-hmm. The famous guy. I had a flyback. Danielle and I were working up in Sacramento with Tig. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle was emceeing. Tig was featuring, and I was headlining, of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> and uh, I had to fly back for one of the auditions from Sacramento. Wow. And. Right. Uh, uh, and God, fly back that, that day of. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sure French Stewart was great too. I didn't uh, watch one second of it. Once I'm out, I'm out. You are a very similar type to French Stewart. Uh, Neither of you are the same type as... As Dave Madden? <laughs> right. Yeah. I believe that uh, French Stewart coming off of uh, Third Rock may have been very, very you helpful think? to his yeah, guest. A little more heat than <laughs> yeah. uh, Jimmy Because it was a VH1 sh- one show as well. So uh, like, okay. we got French Stewart! Yeah. That's the only network that would be excited to have. I guess it's, I, just, I like visually, you guys are similar to me. I never what? thought of that before. Really? Yeah, I think so. I thought you were being silly. 
No, no. I, because I, of the way that I squint nonstop? No, I just think that you both have a, uh, your hairline is similar. I guess it's really mm. boiling down to that. All right. French Stewart and um, who's the actor? Judy Dench? No. Okay. I'm going to turn it to my dad for a second and not be able to name anything. Blue Velvet? Is that the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. David uh, Dennis. Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Dennis Hopper, yeah. Shared a wife? Had the same wife? Or oh. They were married to the same person? Or one of them, it was their girlfriend? Or At the same yeah. time? No. But that just <laughs> okay. that woman has no type, right? She's just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's weird. I think she was a ballet dancer or, or something? Famous. She has one type. Right. Yeah, I guess. French Stewart was on no, I know. that he show was for she, years. Yeah. And then he stole weird. a role from me. Nice. You already got it, man. Why do you need this one? Yeah, I that, flew down from Sacramento. Yeah, that's a thing that like he should have been doing network TV, not uh, not VH1. I I would one one would question management at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, he what was do you got? playing a very broad character on a very broad sitcom. No, you know, maybe he had a what do you got, Karen? This woman, Catherine Lanassa. Yeah, that's Dennis you. Hopper. Yeah, French Stewart, Grant Show. Oh. Oh, he's very handsome. From now, Melrose not Grant Shaw, but Grant Show. Show from Melrose Place. Right. Very handsome man. Currently mm-hmm. still married to him. Oh, okay. Oh, well, she found the one that she wanted. Very That's handsome. the one that she wanted. the guy from Murphy Brown named Grant Shaw or something? Yeah. S H A U D, but it, yeah. Okay. I believe so. Did they cancel that? The new, new Murphy? I can't answer that. Who, I never watched who, an episode of it. Johnny Cancel? What the fuck am I know that. I believe Grant Show was the uh, the connective tissue between 90210 and Melrose oh. Place when they launched it. Because it was like, you're right. Tori Spelling's character was like, in, I don't know, hot for him or something, but he was an older guy. Uh, you know, because he was 22 <laughs> instead of a teenager. Uh, and yeah, that's how they introduced the Melrose Place universe to. Speaking of which, Candy Spelling made a guest appearance on Rap Battle the other day. I, you're asking yourself, what is Rap Battle? I'm asking myself, who's Candy Spelling? Uh, uh, Spelling's wife. What's his face? Wait, what? Aaron oh, Spelling's oh. wife. Okay, so Tori Spelling's mom. Yeah, Got she's it. famous for having a room in her house that's just a wrapping paper room. <laughs> to wrap gifts so she was the guest judge on rap battle oh. which you guessed it is a competition gift wrapping show oh that my, my son Lord. and i are addicted to what? wow yeah. i actually it's fun i kind of want to see that you should it's absurd um and enjoyable and you know i just like appreciate anyone who could do anything with their hands and physically yeah. make something beautiful but it is absolutely ridiculous do, do you do you even incidentally learn anything useful about no. wrapping things no tape <laughs> Wait, are you guys watching Making It? Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Too much chit chat for Jimmy's liking. Our, our whole household. No, yeah, our old household. They're just doing a lot of cutaways lot of, lot of to bits. the two of them. Oh, yeah. Bits. Lo- like three yeah. times as much as last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, I was, was, that I, was the weakest part, I thought, previously. I think it's fun in small amounts. I, I, yeah, I don't think. I, I, they're both very funny, talented yeah. people, but. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Is it, is, I'd rather it, they focus on the people making their projects. Is it the same style as before? Because like, yes, because because those people can do better comedy than that. That's true. Like, you, we don't need pun battle. Well, that's yeah. what that was Oliver's point. He's like, they're really funny, so they wouldn't actually think these things are funny. Like, why would they? Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see a little bit of them thinking it's charming. Like, I I could yes, imagine I them being that way at home. 
I think it's right. also supposed to be a little bit like alternative meta. Well, that's what Oliver even said. That it's like, so you're ironically doing this bit. Right. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But kind of not kind of doing, trying to, trying to do both. Trying to do like, both. For the people who would like it sincerely, right. it's, they can enjoy it. And for the people who are like, ha puns. Which is why I do away with that. And just let me watch these people. The weird thing do is. Do their projects. I actually thought some of those things were funny last season. And I think this time they aren't. Like even the pun things. Like I'm a guy. I like puns. I feel like they're weaker. Like the the writing is not as good. Even so, that's part of the issue. I think cut to we get an email. <laughs> the, the entire writing crew loves our show. But I I actually think like uh, I continue to be surprised at how funny Nick Offerman is because I didn't yes. know that he was like genuinely a funny person just from his acting Agreed. work. And like when he's talking to, to the them. contestants, yeah, he's, he's, like, he's very charming. He's really, yeah, yeah. He, he mm-hmm. can he can actually be funny. To, to me, I feel like the opportunity for doing more stuff with them was after somebody leaves and they have the house where supposedly they're doing stuff they're together. They're doing a little bit more yeah. this year. Because there's an opportunity there because then you get to, you would interact with people who had been contestants and aren't anymore. And that's sort of part of why we're watching the show in the first place. So if you do fun things with them, that could be cool. Well, if you think playing a song that doesn't go anywhere is fun, then <laughs> you're in luck. And you're in luck. That show's oh, for you. Oh, boy. Uh, I did like the the first season. Though. I like the second yeah. season. I just I wish again those people are impressive. I mean, yes, that is not wrapping insane. a gift. That is like <laughs> right. major. By the way, I thought you were saying that there was a show where there it's a actual rap battles like the whatever that show is called. But then for for humor, they brought in candy, Sp- candy oh, spelling because because he does the a other different kind of rapping. rapping. Yeah, yeah, no, they were all very excited to see <laughs> because they knew that she has she's their rapping. hero. Yeah, she's their so Elvis. Stupid. Uh, Matt, please give me your raw recording artist. We are t- uh, well, Jimmy. You're going to be surprised to hear that it's Rick Astley. <laughs> so you haven't changed it then? I'm sticking with it. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. You know, we uh, we bounce around a lot here. I mean, beats, and I want to make sure that we're staying focused. If you want to give me a, a wink and a nod and say that's not the answer, I'll try again. But... Uh, look at that hair sticking straight up. Can't say. Uh, Rick Astley is who you chose. Yes. Yep. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. I just listened to his greatest hits on vinyl. <laughs> you did. On uh, blue vinyl, beautiful blue vinyl. This old house is that on there? It is. That's on the greatest hits. It's a, it's a best of. It's a best of. Best okay. of is different than greatest. I guess hits. you're, I guess you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's a fine distinction. <laughs> nope, it is exactly that. This is the best of, and this is the greatest hits. Yeah, the greatest hits could have a really bad song. That nope, that was well. very popular. Greatest hits would be the hits, and best of would be here's the yeah, but what we curated to be the best of this artist. Some some artists don't like their their highest grossing 100%. song. Uh, to that point, uh, Bob Seger does not like Shakedown. That no. makes two of us. He's correct. <laughs> and that makes sense. Um, Although I kind of like it. but I do, too. It's one of those. It's kind of like a Kokomo where I acknowledge it stinks, but it comes on. I like it. How does Shakedown go? Shakedown. Breakdown. Just about the time you're thinking it's all right. Shakedown. Breakdown. You busted. Oh, that's terrible. Take down your guard, honey. Just about the time you're thinking it's all right. Everybody wants to do the crowded line? Or everybody, yeah. That's what it is. Which is that? Is that a cocaine reference? Oh, <laughs> everybody, so everybody's sure. pushing each other out of the way to get a toot, huh? Yeah, that's it's a crowded movie, right? That's like that's from Beverly Hills. Oh, Beverly Hills that's Cop. Oh, Cop. oh, okay, okay. It's, from the opening it's all coming in together now. Sequence, mm-hmm. which is it is perfectly used in that movie. It's yeah. it's the right energy. It's a fun scene where Eddie Murphy's hanging out the back of a a 18 wheeler truck that's transporting uh, cigarette cartons or something and they're flying all over the yeah. place it's cool yeah don't disagree gets you going you're like ah right, this is gonna be a fun movie he opened with that song when I saw him in concert I was surprised Bob really? Seger and uh, uh, sounded a little rough and then the second song he sounded great from there on out he sounded good 
first song, a little rough. No, no, he did not open with that. That was the second song. Surprising. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first? Still the same. I like that song. Sure. Which, so, which somebody said to me, uh, uh, in fact, a friend of the show, Kevin Bellinkoff, said, uh, I, I, like, I like Bob Seger, but he'll never do my favorite song. He refused to do it live. And it was like, it literally opens the show with it. it. Wow. So I took a little video of it uh, and then sent it to him and, nice. uh, and then said, go fuck yourself. Oh. And then he, I know. It was very, it was too aggressive on my part. Seems like <laughs> it. Sounds a little, a little uh, Danielle, who is your our recording artist? So I, How much are we playing for, by the way? Is it fifteen dollars? Twenty, maybe it's twenty bucks. Twenty. A lot of hours, though. Well, so this person is an actor, but I believe he had a recording career. Mm-hmm. Richard Harris. Richard Harris, yeah. you wow. chose. Don't you bring him up? McCarthy the pies yeah. melting. Right. That's a great guess for. Yeah. Him. that's the yeah. kind of bullshit that he likes to pull. I out. know. And this he's a time tour, isn't he? we only had it all. We almost had it all, didn't we? Great song. Written by the great who? Who wrote it? Who wrote that great song? Didn't we? Who wrote it? We don't know what song you're talking about. (laughs) Didn't we almost have it all? That song? No, Whitney Houston song? Yeah. No. Uh, Jimmy Webb. Jimmy Webb wrote it. I could have guessed that, but I didn't know what Uh, the song is. I still don't know what the song is. Didn't we? By Richard Harris. Written by Jimmy Jimmy Webb. Jimmy Webb. All right. Give me the the, uh, the fans, please. All right. Elliot? Number 10. Number 10. Richard Marks. Richard Marks. Oh, boy. That's a good one. That's a good one, right? Come on, ass fuck. Number nine. Rufus Wainwright. Oh, oh. I thought you just meant like Rufus. Just Rufus. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. That's a uh, that's a band. Rufus. That's the, the, not the guy's Featuring name. Featuring Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> Shaka Khan. <laughs> that's Alan Hunter again. Right. <laughs> Having a tough time with the word Shaka Khan. <laughs> Here's the our number three song is by Shaka Khan. <laughs> go, go number ahead. number seven. Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Rod the mod. Huh. Mm-hmm. Like soccer. Yep. He has uh, a face. <laughs> He's in the faces. He's got a face. Mm-hmm. True. That's why they named it that. Saw him in concert. Didn't think I'd like it. Loved it. <laughs> Very much enjoyed it. Thought I was going because uh, Mike Schmidt had a free ticket. And I was like, I'll go. Can't get anybody to go. I'll go. And then loved it. Loved it. I did. He was very good. Number six. Yes. Robert Plant. Robert Plant, of course, the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. Uh, debatable if he should be in the Rock Gods. No, it's not debatable. Not debatable. He's, he should certainly be in there. I think I initially was like, because the longevity thing no, slightly. I'm not going to. But it's, you know, the, even though they were only active for that period of time, the, the music lives One of on. The biggest bands of all time. The absolute. I on. personally would not be starstruck if I saw him. I would be starstruck by Mick Jagger uh, and Paul McCartney. And I don't know about Robert Roger Daltrey. Probably not. But, but those piercing blue eyes, man. That's true. Gotta get behind him. Mm-hmm. Behind blue eyes. eyes. Nice. Next number. Be honest, Karen. Were you thinking of behind these hazel eyes by Kelly Clarkson? No, I was not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, number number six. I don't know if I said six already, but uh, Rob Halford, zombie. Who would ever think Jimmy was going to say that? Jesus Christ. Does Rob Halford ever have a solo album? Who the hell is Rob Halford? Rob Halford is the lead singer oh, of Judas Priest, and the answer is. Uh, He's got a Christmas album out, I believe. So I have to go in 10 minutes. If you're ready to not listen to that, that is there I, for you. I am ready. I've been ready my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Never been more ready. Go ahead. Number five, Ray Parker Jr. Ray Parker Jr., mm. the thief. He <laughs> was on a deadline, guys. <laughs> thief. That was the story. Yeah. Taking it back, right? Elvis took from the black man. Black man take back from Huey. Seems fair. Okay. Huey Newton in the lose. Huey Newton in the lose. <laughs> the lose. Right. Uh, 
Uh, number four. Yes. Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens. Oh, they call him the streak. Oh, oh, look God. at that. Look at that. All right. Well, fair enough. But it's too late. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird response to that. That's, that song uh, is uh, part of my running shuffle. It shows up on my shuffle from time to time, and I enjoy it every time it pops up. I, I, like, I like that you said fair enough in the sense that it was like, I didn't enjoy that, but I can't argue that that's what... <laughs> well, that, that and also, I didn't know who that was, and then I realized, yes, that is a Jimmy Pardo selection based on his immediate knowledge yep. right. and singing of the song. You have to calm the streak. Look at that. Look at that. Go uh, number three, yes. Randy... Travis? Correct. Randy Travis. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Country artist Randy Travis, who, of course, is I, uh, I'm on his Wikipedia page. Yep. Very important. His album was the number, your, your number two album of 1997? Yeah. No, 1987. 80, is it 87? Uh, check, it, check Wikipedia. It'll have it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, Rick. Astley. Rick Ashley. Springfield. Rick Springfield. That was my second. In the two that hole. Was yeah, also that, was, that was actually the first one that came up in my head. Two. And then number one, Rick Rick Astley. Correct. Okay, here we go. I will tell you that uh, nobody won the money. Oh, really? Wow. I mean, that's not a big surprise given how many There's R's so there many, are. So many uh, let me throw out a couple of other ones just to see if it ends up. Roger Whitaker. Roy Rogers. In 10 minutes. Rockwell. Rockwell. I don't like that paranoid son of a bitch. <laughs> Robbie Benson. <laughs> Come what? On. He's an actor. Waste of oh, my time. I don't know if he's a singer or not. It came, occurred to me. Are you done? Yeah. Backup list. Mm-hmm. Number five, Rick Astley. Wow. Number five is Rick Astley. Oh, boy. Number four, Richard Marks. Okay. Number four, Richard Marks. Number three, Richard Harris. Hey. Richard Harris. That's done. <laughs> I mean. <clears throat> uh, number two, nobody's going to be happy with this. Robert Lamb from Chicago. Robert Solomon. Yeah. Are you literally asking Jimmy Pardo about whether someone from Chicago has I, a soul? I'm, I'm not asking. I'm just surprised. Yeah. So I'm just saying. He's got like oh, he had six of them. <laughs> wow. If Jimmy Shocking. says it, you know it's true. Usually. I don't disagree. I don't disbelieve you. I just was. It was more incredulousness than. All right. Now knowing that nobody in the room won, uh-huh. knowing the top four that I just gave you, was it on the list that he read? It is. Okay. Oh, hmm. if it's Robert Plant, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got to be Robert, Robert, Robert Plant. Plant. Randy Travis. Oh, it was. Uh, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm not going to lie to you. I went, it was the first one that popped in my head. I went, okay, good. Somebody will win. Like, I literally thought. Oh, not a million years. Well, because yeah. of the Wikipedia thing. And he comes up on here. We haven't talked here. about that in Comes ages. up a lot on the program. Randy Newman. <laughs> no, I hate him too, but. Yeah. Short people. That's why I hate him. Yeah. Because people misunderstood that song while you were a small person. I think I misunderstood it. No, that's, but Nora, that, Nora, my best friend brought it into grade school as like a share thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have lyrics as sarcasm. That doesn't just work. No, yeah, it's like he puts it on all of us. Like, and his fans mostly put it all on us. Like, oh, you just don't get it. I'm like, no, I get it. He's a condescending prick who thinks he's getting one over on us by being sarcastic. Though, and uh, playing we're a character, short, he's getting one over on us. Right, it goes over his head, over. which is yeah. doubly insulting. Well, it's the same with the uh, the I love L A. It's like uh, yeah. you always have to be reminded. It's actually critical. And fucking fuck well, off. The Lakers won. Obviously. That's all I care about. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to figure. Yeah, but then look at that mountain. Look at those trees. Look at the, you, that bum over there, man. He's down on his knees. He's thankful he's in the West Coast thanks. where it's sunny and it's there's yeah, he could be in Denver. But if you just play the the chorus like they do at Laker games when they win, and Dodger games too. Uh, I love L.A. It's just fun and love upbeat. Love L.A. Yes, it's fun and upbeat. Randy, you sad sack son of a bitch, go oh, sing about toys. Uh, Danielle, thank you for being here. Thank you. I had a blast. I'm glad to hear it. Yay. We'll talk about it at home. I got some notes. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, looking over there, there's the Beacock. Garen Cockrell. The uh, Big Cock? Peacock. Oh. Peacock. I don't know the size of his unit. 
Now, behind Video Village, there's the wild boar, Elliot Hogberg. Speaking of big cocks. Uh, I do okay. That was a back thing. I do okay. He's got to be fucking I do this. okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair, fair, fair enough. Fair. Uh, behind the dashboard, that's not my bell. That my, uh, uh, my wife and, of course, the fan favorites. Daniel Koenig. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, go on, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.